Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Pseudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Feeling good? I great. feel great, man. Oh, yeah. I yeah. really, truly feel great. You know, before we get into the events of the uh, the weekend, maybe you're on your way into the office and, you know, of course, the around the coffee pot chit-chat is, hey, how was your weekend? How was your weekend? What'd you do? Three out of ten people you talk to will lie about it. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Three out of ten people will lie about what they did this weekend. About what they did or how good of a time or they had Or basically exaggerating. Like, they'll exaggerate about about all their activities, and we did this, and we did that. Because I guess it's not exciting to say you just sat there on the couch and ate Doritos all weekend. Which, you know, to me, that sounds perfect. Sounds yeah. like a good one, yeah. Great that weekend. sounds perfect. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do on Saturday. <laughs> That's what I did on Sunday. That's what you did on Sunday. Yeah. Well, yesterday. <laughs> Number one dad right here. Uh-oh. Number one dad over here took the kids to Fright Fest over at Six Flags. <sighs> nice, man. Yeah. It was a gorgeous day. Yeah, was. it was perfect. It was very nice. You went at night or during the day? We went around 2 o'clock. That's way too early. What? <laughs> For Fright Fest? You got to go at night. Well, yeah, well. Maybe. Get your money's worth, though, and get no, there I'm at 10 a.m. and start at, riding rides. got to get up at 2.30. I hear you. It's either we go that time or we don't go at all. They're on my schedule. <laughs> okay, then. 
Hey, to ruin my story already. Ah, number one dad here. I, you know, you slip back to number like three or four because it's all the time of day. That's all it is. You're from one to three because of the time of day. Uh huh. What a jerk. Oh, you went down in the rankings. It was cool during the day, I would assume, right? It was fine. I mean, optimal thing would be to go at night if you can, but. So we went Way to, to ruin uh, his story, Jeff. You jerk. <laughs> He didn't go at night. You sound like your father there. My exact words were, my exact words were, oh, Fright Fest, you need to go at night and check the tape. We'll do that again. You want to do that again? Let's rewind to that. Well, anyway, 2 o'clock, we had a terrific time. <laughs> a lot of the rides were closed, though. Yeah? Yeah, I guess last night was the, uh, the final Fright Fest of the season. Yeah. And I didn't realize they do stuff for Christmas, too. Yeah, I think they even yeah they do. What is yeah. it? Holiday holiday nights or something like that is what they know. call it. Are they still running rides for uh, Christmas? Yeah, I don't know. Somebody said, "Oh, you got to come back during the Christmas uh, oh, during the Christmas thing." Holiday in the park is what they call no it. No kidding, I don't think I, I've ever known that. I didn't. I didn't know that either. The park, I guess they run the they run you know Christmas lights. Up, yeah, you know the park will transform into some of the rides into and, a magical winter wonderland filled with glittering lights and festive entertainment. Visit Santa's dreamy workshop, sing along to carols and live holiday shows, taste exclusive seasonal treats, and ride many of your favorite family rides and coasters. You know, the thought was to go a little early yesterday because it was going to be packed. Mm -hmm. And guess what? It was friggin' packed. Yeah, I'll bet. It was, I mean, asses to elbows. Which is their new promotion this year, <laughs> asses to elbows. It's a fright fest, asses yeah. to elbows. <laughs> I mean, we must have parked up by your house, Jeff. You're more than welcome to. It's not a problem. <laughs> I could have Ubered you down there. Because <laughs> it was crazy parking. Yeah. And then inside the park, I think, what is that? Um, American Eagle roller coaster? Come on, Screaming Eagle? Is it the Screaming Eagle? Yeah. Yeah, that's, Eagle. that's that's the old class. That's like what's the, the, uh, yeah, what's, to the, what's the, yeah, the, the Screaming Eagle then? Yeah. That was like a half hour wait. Man, I should have, I should have had the Fast Pass. Should have thrown some Should have thrown of, some money down for the Fast Pass. It would have been worth it. A cast or something. Although at the same time, you know, you're waiting a half hour for a ride. And you see somebody come up the exit with the fast pass, you want to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> you want to just throw them right on the tracks. <laughs> and you go, no, you bastards. I waited here a half hour. And look at you just walking up the exit with your fast pass. Got in the line. But it was it was it was fun. The kids had a good time. No, we didn't we didn't stay for the zombies to come out after. Did you say you did do this do the screaming angle or no? Yeah, we did it. You know, that thing opened in 1976. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a cool old wooden roller coaster. Yeah. You combine two. That's where you got America from. There's American Thunder. American Thunder. I that's thought there was Eagle. another one. Yeah. I knew there was an American And the something. boss. Is the boss still yeah, around? The boss is, the boss still yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. The boss is uh, one, instant headache. Yeah. No, that one's awesome. <laughs> the boss is amazing. Eagle, screaming Eagle on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> boss is, the right? boss is a wooden one, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's long. Yeah, that's that, man. That rattles you. Woo. Really? See, I oh, disagree. Yeah. I feel like it rattles you less because your head isn't. Uh, I think in my wife got vertigo from that after. Well, then it did its job. <laughs> she got rattled so much. <laughs> you know, it's a good ride, the Pandemonium. What's that? That's one of the newer ones. Newer ones? I didn't know there were newer ones. It does. I just clicked on it. Pandemonium. Uh, That's a good one. Or, or is that just the boat with its 15th name? Actually, I walked in the park and said, This is Pandemonium. Why are we here? 
You know, when the uh, Screaming Eagle opened in 76, it was the highest roller coaster in the world at 110 feet. Now the highest roller coaster is almost 500 yeah. feet. <laughs> wow. Yeah, is this, the, oh, the, the, the pandemonium, pandemonium is an instant vomit. It spins while it's going. It's oh, not. Okay. I'm not a spin guy, but this is not bad. Again, that's that's another one that used to be the Tony Hawk something or other. Yes. Oh you yeah, I remember the Tony Hawk. That's not there anymore. Or no, just it's apparently it's the same thing. It's just I'm sure yeah. a different color and oh, name. pandemonium point of view from Six Flags St. Louis. Yep, let's do this one. This is going to make us all vomit. No, that's morning. a cool ride, and I'm not a spin guy. I'm not a let's spin around, you know, uh, for for four minutes. But this is that's a good one. Yeah, that's the Tony, Tony Hawk. Hawk's big pandemonium. Yeah, that's tough. Oh, yep, I'm already puking. That looks fun. Well, I enjoyed it. Is that and then the as area? we got closer to like 5 o'clock. That's in a kid's area, right? As we got closer to like 5 o'clock, 5.30, it was so crowded, it was like an hour for a ride. Damn. When the boss opened, I think I waited in line for probably two hours for it. Yeah. Maybe maybe more. You could just grab yourself a turkey leg and hang out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know? No? Have nah. a caricature drawn? Nothing like that? Nah. No? No, we went to the went to the theater to go watch one of the shows, one of the Fright Fest shows. That kid is had a good time. But there was plenty to do this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, all over town. All over town. Aside from Ray Show Live, which we'll get to in a second. But Aludo was at, at the pageant on a Saturday night. All accounts, that was ridiculous. In a good way. That was two sold-out shows they had? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, wow, had a look late, at those they added a late show, yeah. Look at those guys. And then uh, Whitney Cummings was at uh, Helium, yeah. which anybody hear about how she did? I did not. I, I, I saw some stuff on social media and said that she was hilarious. Yeah, she was great here. She was. She was uh, very easy to talk to when she was here. I really enjoyed our, our 45-minute conversation. Yeah, I thought it was nice. I told several people she was very engaging to everybody in the room. When she was talking, she was looking people in the eye. Yeah, she's very a pro. professional. But I will say, when she was done, she was D-O-N-E done. Yeah. She would, she, you know, I, I went to, to Patrico for traffic and she just got up and was going to walk out mm-hmm. like not even goodbye, nothing. Just to see ya. Yeah. I, I think she was on the verge of getting sick though. I think so too. Yeah. Cause out in the hallway, she, or either she's the greatest at leaving a place without I wanting to talk to people. I do have that <laughs> effect. Yeah. <laughs> you make me really good at wanting to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she was out there. She was immediately wanting to go to a Walgreens and grab some medicine. Oh really? Yeah. So I think she wasn't feeling so hot. Yeah. I get that, because she was ready to get the hells out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was ready to bounce. Oh, how was she off the air? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, because she came in right away. Hey, we're going on air. And that's and it. And then when the mics went like, off, we didn't it kick was, it after. There, were no, there was no kicking it after. But no, she was really friendly before she came in. She was talking to all kinds of people out there. Then, But I think, yeah, the sickness is... Yeah. Yeah, she was great on the air, though. I would love to have her back. And there was so much more stuff I wanted to talk to her about. But I, I, I felt the conversation kind of running its course about 45 minutes into it. Yeah. But as far as people, you know, talking at your office about what they did over the weekend, as I mentioned, a recent survey found roughly 30% of us sometimes lie or exaggerate on Monday morning to make our weekend sound more fun than it really was. And the things we're most likely to embellish are, or lie about are going to a bar or how much fun you had while you were there or maybe a restaurant you went to and how nice it was. Or that you spent all weekend working out. You were at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
See oh, the game? No, I was mm, working out. No, I went to the sculpture museum. Something, you know, <laughs> like some kind of cultural activity. I had a Mensa retreat, mm-hmm. so I didn't get yeah. to see any of the Or I, something educational. After jumping out of a, a helicopter with a bungee cord. Or <laughs> a road trip or something you left town for. And about 20% of people said they've been caught lying about their weekend before. And 51% said they on the regular regret not making more of their two days off of work. Nah, I'd love to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, that was the perfect thing for this weekend. Yep, yesterday was the first time, first day. Shut it down. I did nothing. Shut it down. Yeah, it was a great weekend. I didn't do much. I went to the Chiefs game yesterday. I went to both Ludo <laughs> shows. I went to all the Whitney Cummings mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. Great restaurants. This is an amazing Read weekend like for me. like 15 bucks. Yes. Went to the art museum. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Made some art. Yeah. I patented a new skateboard design. And dude worked out like crazy. <laughs> Did a lot of pull-ups. He took, he, took an, lot. he took an Uber to Kansas City and just lifted weights in the back seat. Uh, the <laughs> now, I tell you what, though, Friday night, Friday night, King Scott was toasty. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you were a uh, fire. He up. was. You yeah. at the end of the show. Yeah, we'll fill you in on the end of the show. You yeah, had yeah, a great yeah. time. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry. About what point during Race Show Live did you start really not feeling anything? <laughs> um, it was actually probably Thursday. Like, yeah, yeah, Thursday. <laughs> right before it started. No, we uh, ended up dancing, and that was definitely the um, the end of me at that point. I was running out fast. Like dancing? Afterwards. Yeah. I'm talking about during the show. You were you were kind of toasty, not feeling much pain during the show. I think towards the end. That's oh, what I was going to say during the Q&A, yeah. absolutely. That's during, what I thought. During yeah. the Q&A, you were, uh, yeah. when you would, when every time you would answer a question, you would get up and point at the crowd and yell. I'd go, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Yeah, when your face was the same color as your hair. Which is always. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, man, we can't thank everybody enough for coming out and making uh, Friday night just a success. That was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. That was a career highlight. That's going to go on the reel. That will go on the reel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sure. we're going to do that once a month now, right? <laughs> I'm thinking maybe every other year. <laughs> every, there were a lot of moving parts of that thing. Uh, and, uh, it took a lot. You know, we had uh, rehearsed, I mean, just before the doors opened. I mean, right up until... We let the uh, the VIPs in mm-hmm. for our little meet and greet prior to the show. I mean, it was working up until that point. Yeah. And I was sitting in back, you know, writing out note cards. Yeah. You know, right before the doors were open. Yeah, it was, and, it was uh, a 23-hour day for me. Yeah, and it was... And for all of us. Yeah. For all of us. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I, I don't know about these guys. I didn't get a nap in either. I, didn't, I mean, I, no, I literally was... Go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah, I was just there. We were there longer because we had to break down the stage, so... It was a long, dark night. Well, I mean, before the show, you know, rehearsing, and I'm, 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 I'm feeling like, are we going to be able to pull this off? Honestly, yeah. There were some hiccups during rehearsals. Was there a point during the show that you relaxed and went, "Hey, we're doing this," uh, or was it? After it was we as soon off? as we started. Oh, as soon as we started, wow. you yeah. were cool. I was cool. A wave kind of crashed over me, and it was, all right, all these people are here. Uh-huh. It started. Ain't no stopping now. It was a bit startling to go out and look at the crowd the first time, wasn't it? Well, or the first time the I realized people were out there is when Tony's dad, when John Patrico, I guess, had a walk in front of the stage. Mm-hmm. 
to get back to uh, the dressing room, and I heard the crowd erupt. Yeah. He got the biggest ovation of the night when you brought him on the stage. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Bigger than any of the five of us in this room right now. Yeah. You know. Without a doubt. And I'll be honest with you, I was not feeling great. Like, I had, like, uh, man, I got the sinus infection going on, and I had taken these steroids before, and prednisone. And we had a victory men's health, thank God for those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a nice uh, nurse come back and give us some B12 shots. She needs the yeah, fast. Yeah, that was great. She was fantastic. So she gave us all a B12 shot to, mm-hmm. to kind of get us juiced up. I, I felt it. Oh, I did, too. No doubt about yeah. it. I did, too. Because I was starting to get a little tired after the rehearsal and everything. And I, as soon, right before we get started, I was like, well, once we get out there, I know, you know, the adrenaline will kind of take over. But before we did that, I was I was yawning a bunch. And then all of a sudden, oh, the next thing I knew, bam. I got yeah. this. I got this going in my head. I'm backstage at Pops in my dressing room with a needle on my arm. Here we go. <laughs> first time. Again. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> first, first time. First time, Jeff. <laughs> you ain't living, man. First time. And, uh. Yeah, I had a couple drinks to loosen up. Yeah. I had a couple drinks to loosen up. And then once that, you know, once the that that B12 shot ran out and, you know, after we got off stage and the adrenaline wore off, and I mean, I crashed hard. Yeah. Like, my wife looked at me. <clears throat> we were standing behind the bar watching, you know, watching Greek Fire. And she goes, Ben, you don't look great. I said, let me sit down for a couple minutes and... I mean, kind of just, it's the first time really sitting down and kind of, you know, assessing what the situation is. She goes, man, you don't look great. I said, all right, I think uh, I think it's time to hit the old dusty trail. Right. Yeah. You know, after that. And we walk backstage to go grab my stuff, and there's King Scott in the dressing room, literally with a bottle of whiskey in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> with a bottle of whiskey in his hand. Well, haven't you ever blown on one of those that makes cool noises? The top <laughs> yeah, of a bottle? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's fun. I was just, I keep playing music all the time. Yeah, that's you what it was. got it in you, man. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And let me take a little liquid out. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes a different sound. Yeah, yeah. The tone. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Just a true musician. That's all you want. Yeah, I bought, Thank I you. bought it, you know, I brought a bottle of what was it? Doers. Uh, you know, white label. Yeah. It's good. Nice little bottle of scotch. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Scott. <laughs> I have a question for you. See. Did you make out with some chick at Real Show Live? Maybe. <laughs> oh, do Maybe tell. you don't want to say or maybe so, you're not sure. Someone in the chat room just outed you, brother. Yeah, I, it happened. <laughs> oh. It was uh, one of those fun moments of where she came over, gave me a hug, and then kissed me. I was like, ah, and then... Did you think that's a little like, tongue action. That's yeah. what they said. That's exactly what they said. Yeah. Was was like, it says, what was that? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I swear to God, they said, I watched a woman suffocate King Scott with, with her mouth, and he looked really, really surprised. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Was it a random? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what just happened? I did not expect it at all. Yeah. It was really so it was funny. a random? Yeah. Did you give him dry, a ride home? It was a drive-by makeup. Yeah, yeah. I definitely gave him a ride home. Uh, you are such a slut, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whore. The biggest whore of the night. Oh, I know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Damn, dude. Do you remember what she looked like? Yeah, yeah. Do, do we, we know who this is? Yeah, do we know her? I, I don't know. I don't know. Do we know her? No. Somebody literally texted me. I, I said, wait a minute. Scott just Scott made out with some somebody, and he put, yep, sure did. Yeah, she's new to town. That's mm. all you got? Mm. And I, I even remember her name. 
That's what's going to be my next question. Yeah. yeah. You do, huh? Mm-hmm. Sally? Sally. <laughs> Sally Jones. <laughs> She's a blonde gal lives in Beverly Hills, Sally Jones. <laughs> Strong tongue, reserved? What? Yes. How do we, hey, do we know Jeez. this person or no? No, I don't think so, because she said she really like just moved to town in the last few weeks, and she's friends with someone. Looking for uh, a redhead? Looking for a companion? I guess so. I yeah, just she wanted to go get... Uh, Go to a diner and get breakfast. That's code. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, after having sex. I'm learning yeah. so much about this night right now Me too. from people I in had the no chat idea. room. I drove him home. Somebody said her friend just looked as just con- uh, her friend looked just as concerned and said that this girl doesn't even know the show. Like oh. so she oh, listen, you know she saw you, you on stage. No, she that was instantly turned on. I get it. That yeah. should make you feel better. It. Yeah, you She's not there for the fame, bro. She looked yeah. at you and said, Mmm. <laughs> Get me some of that, <laughs> and then take a little DNA. The with sad me. looking guy. And then when somebody, and then when somebody said, "Ooh, I can't get you some of that," she said, "I'm gonna take it," uh-huh. and she took it. <laughs> you were sad looking. Why were you? Sad I'm just looking? kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, you had a, you, uh, you were had a smile on your face oh, all night. I love that. That's live shows are one of my favorite things. Like that is for sure my element. I love doing that, making a fool of myself in front of people. It's great. I don't think anybody really made a fool of themselves. My shorts did. My Your shorts, shorts did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, from when you were on with 2SG. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Starring that was Riz. fun, by the way. Yeah, starring Riz. That was and awesome. No, no. I mean, it was just a little part, but. It was fun. Can you tell? You know, we really never rehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> so how nervous were you about that? I thought you were going to be Linda McCartney to where you were barely turned on at all. Oh, no. I was. I could I, hear you. Yeah. I, I was turned on. I could hear you playing. You looked was, scared to death at first. Yes, no. Uh, when I was out on stage, like for the when first you time? first went up there and the song was getting ready to start or whatever, you looked well, like, there was holy a, crap, a, I'm a little doing behind this. the scenes here, but uh, there was a malfunction. Oh no! And the drums and and other stuff didn't start. Oh yeah, Mark, right no, away. No, no, yeah, because the drummer Mark, didn't show up. Right Mark away, from Two SG, as they were playing, all of a sudden he goes, "Man, it would be really great." If there was a track two that would start playing right now, he said it twice. It's like, man, that track would be really great right well, now. The plan was so you guys were going to do the touch. Yes. And then the kind of record was going to skip. And then I was going to come out and I was going to start playing Mary Jane's Last Dance. Uh huh. So I was supposed to come out from behind the video board just playing, you know, the opening riffs. And then the track is supposed to kick in, like with the drums, and everybody else is supposed to start playing and then. Start singing. It sucks when you're telling a story, story with the word supposed to. <laughs> you just said supposed to three times. So mind you, this is my first time ever playing guitar in front of more than three people. First time ever. So hey, might as well just write in, you know, mm-hmm. sold out pops, 1,200 people. There you go. Way to start. So I start playing. And it's supposed to go maybe like two times, mm-hmm. two times through, and the track is supposed to kick in, and everybody starts start playing. I'm two times in, I'm three times in, <laughs> I'm four times in. It's about a minute just playing yeah, the it opening. Was, it was practice. It was, we're going to wait till he nails this. Oh, what there the is. hell? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was looking, maybe that was my nervousness yeah, looking around yeah, going, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, that must have been. That's that. when Mark and I should have just walked off stage and left you there by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. So there's the opening, you know, just opening... You know, there I'm by myself playing guitar, just nobody else. And I and I'm saying to myself, I'm going to screw this up at some point. I'm going <laughs> to hit something wrong. I mean, it's it's going to be terrible. Should I just stop playing? And then finally, that thing started up, and oh, magic, huh? Uh, yes. 
All right, I have a question. When you got out there and you started playing and you, and you honestly walked out, were you thinking in the back of your head like, what is what should be my facial expression? No, I was I was trying to figure out uh, figure out like in my head how to not screw this up. Because you walked out and you had like a smile on your face, and you kind of <laughs> did a nod, uh-huh. and then like that stuck with you for like a minute. And 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 yeah, that was genuine like like joy. Like joy. But but there was a part of me that was like. I, I can't remember who I was standing next to. It might have been it might have been Donnie Fandango, but I looked at him, I was like, he doesn't know what to do with his face. Because you just were like, <laughs> <laughs> like and I think it was like just, just smile like mouth open, smiling. <laughs> I that was that was genuine, like Yeah, because there's you a cross between I'm having a good time and I gotta remember what I'm doing with my fingers yeah. and all you, that stuff. You yeah. also gotta think, a minute of straight smiling. We've never seen that's that. True. Before. That's so, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genuine. Like, genuine. Who is that guy? <laughs> it looks like Riz. <laughs> No, there are certain things in my life that I, you know, that I that I, I wanted to do, and now I could cross that off the list. You kept telling yourself, "Don't make John Mayer face. Don't make John Mayer face. Don't make John Mayer face." I made John face. Mayer face. <laughs> <laughs> that was genuine joy, and then terror. Yeah, no drums, terror. And then there was terror, <laughs> and I was like, "Guys, hello, somebody pick me up here." And we kind of flew through that whole show. Like, it was a blink of an eye. Done. Sure yeah. was. Done. The the number one concern the number one concern we had going into it was, we are going to rush through this, and we are going to end very, very early. I knew we weren't that going to. never happened. I, I, I said, we're fine. I, I, listen, I didn't think so either. Moon but that was the was one. Like, you kept saying, man, we're going to be early. We're going to be early. We're going to be early. And I remember I kept saying, no, we're going to be good. We're going to be, we're going to run long on this. Because I know us. Yeah. Once we're we, Yentas. <clears throat> once we got out there, we just got to talk, yeah. You know what I mean? We're yentas. We're yak, kick, 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 kick. Yeah. But it wound up being perfectly on time. Yep. And we got, we got. I mean, you have to. And I know you don't want to break down the entire show and go, be, you know, piece by piece. But I mean, I, I, one of my favorite things was I, Chef Hepatitis was fantastic. Oh, gosh. He's so yeah, great. Was he was oh, the best. <laughs> He'd have just had a little energy. It'd have been better. Yeah, yeah. God. No, no, he was. Uh, he did about an eight ball before. <laughs> I was with him as a little. He less had, than he had an a case ball. of Red Bull and uh, about an eight ball of Coke, <laughs> and uh, came out on stage. All I can think of was all the time that we've all been in entertainment, and I'm sitting on stage with Pops eating a tarantula with this guy yelling in my face, uh-huh. nose to nose. Uh-huh. I, I love the fact that he uh, he said that he has been uh, banned from cooking. In 49 states. Luckily, Missouri wasn't one of them. And somebody yelled, we're in Illinois. <laughs> and he said, I'm French. Shut up. <laughs> With the heaviest accent, New York accent I've ever heard. <laughs> it's not from France. Shut up. That's my buddy Jeremy. And he's, he's a character. Wait, wait. Hold oh, on. Wait, 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 wait. What in the hell? That's... Hepatitis is first name? Yeah, it's Titus. Yeah, it's yeah. Jeremy Hepatitis. <laughs> okay. Oh, I thought it was Hep. Uh, Titus. No, I do want to thank uh, Chef Will from Nudo House, who uh, prepared the good or gross items for mm-hmm. us. Master chef, and it's just a great guy. And uh, he had a wedding on a Friday night, so he was not able to be there. So he he gave us the food, the tarantula, the it was uterus and spleen, Ugh. which my dad wants the recipe for. Uter- it was it. uterus and spleen scrapple. Yeah. Do we know what animal? It was pretty damn large. Uh, I don't know. Well, Scrapple, look look with that. That's a delicacy in, in Philly. That's a T, isn't it? You, there's little sayings underneath the lid. No, that's, no, that's, scra- that's, that's a Snapple. snapple. <laughs> and you play Scrabble, so don't start with that. 
Damn it. Stop taking my jokes. Uh, Scrapple is like a, is a breakfast food out of, uh, it's it's a Philly thing. It's a traditionally a mush of pork scraps and trimmings combined with cornmeal and wheat flour, often buckwheat flour and spices. It's formed into a semi-solid congealed loaf. Ooh. And then slices of the Scrapple and then pan fried before serving and usually served during breakfast or brunch. Mm-hmm. Congealed yeah. loaf. There's a band name. Scraps, you know what? Scraps and trimmings combined with cornmeal, wheat flour, often buckwheat flour, and spices. Hello, hello. hello. <laughs> um, I literally just said that exact sentence. <laughs> the exact same sentence? Yes. Yeah. I was the, listening. I didn't hear that. The exact same sentence. Oh, well, uh, I got it right it's, here. It's an, it's an Amish Making dish. sure somebody missed it. Yeah, yeah. From Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, so that was made with a uterus and spleen. Mm. And then the chicken feet... With grass, uh, it was grass jelly, like covered in this like gelatinous. Yeah, it was like st- it was like the yeah. stickiest, grossest yeah. barbecue sauce you yeah, can imagine. Yeah, what was that? Because I was grass tasting grass jelly. What is what are the, you the, grass the, jelly? The taste, the taste of it. Because like I picked one up to smell it, and I had it on my fingers. I smelled my fingers, which is okay. Um, the smell of the grass jelly was almost like it wasn't bad, but yeah. it wasn't something you want to eat. Yeah, it was. It was the texture that I think, yeah. would, and the fact that how you doing? Three yeah, the claws, chicken, eight. the chicken feet, the talons, you know, with the nails on them and everything. Yeah, yeah that was bad. Whatever that the the grass jelly was, that flavor came up when I was singing later. Yeah, <laughs> it came out of a can. I know that. It was bad. Yeah, I'm not really sure what that is, but and then the uh, deep fried tarantula, which Jeff, unfortunately, when I saw that lid come off. And I saw the look on your face. You were uh, genuinely upset. Oh, I was devastated. Oh, I was upset, and I didn't have to eat it. Ugh. It didn't It didn't taste horrible. It just didn't taste like something I would want in my face. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like dirt and ashes mm. and overcooked something. I mean, it was a legit tarantula that, yeah. was, that was thrown in a deep fryer. Ugh. What was great was after eating that biggest piece and swallowing it, I had that bottle of water that I took a big chug on. It was whiskey. Mm. I was like two swallows in and went, this is whiskey and not water. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Lisa killed the spider. And I brought a martini, in a, in a, by the way, in a water bottle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a pre-mixed one oh, in a water boy. bottle. And I, and I poured, actually, I, I brought two of them. And I poured one in a cup and I was drinking that pre-show. And the other one I put in that refrigerator backstage. And uh, a video Ben's girlfriend was there, and she was thirsty and went in there and thought it was a bottle of water and took a couple of chugs. Yeah, well, you didn't label it, I mean. (laughs) You didn't label it, but then at the same time, she also went in there and grabbed an open bottle of water and started drinking it. I mean, it was like half filled. Yeah. True. With a yellowish, yellowish greenish liquid. Yeah, it got a little crowded back there at, 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 at one point. Yeah. Back in that dressing room in between segments. And, uh. Yeah. It was a lot. It was right towards the end of the show. I was like, "Ooh, it's back here!" Right. It's like a million people. Speaking of that, I may have somebody's clothes. Actually, multiple people's clothes because I cleaned out the the dressing room at the end because everybody was. Did gone. you find all those panties that the chicks were throwing at me after <laughs> being on stage with Twisty? No, no, I think Scott took all those. Yeah. I did find I did find hoodies and I found a robe and some other things, shirts, hangers. Oh, how about the chicks for? For real or fake? Terrific, huh? Hangers on. Yeah, they were... uh, How about those ladies coming out? I'd like to change seats next time if we do that again. (laughs) Uh, They had great backs. Their backs were so sexy. Uh, Uh You didn't didn't go around? You didn't turn for you? One one girl did, yeah. He's talking about... The girl with the half shirt? He's talking about the turn and show. That's what you're talking about. Oh, I didn't see any show show either. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's fine. I saw half a show. Yeah, I saw... Your dad, by the way, was standing next to me. 
He was cheesy. He had the best. He meal. had a great time. <laughs> he had a great time. <laughs> he had a real fun time. Looking at the ladies coming out on stage. You know? Doing jumping jacks, you know. <laughs> Match up with Moon was great. And yeah. then uh, Win Raises Money was yeah. awesome. That was good times. That was fun. That was enjoyable. Scott won $78 in nickels. Yes. Nice. I think that was still I got them all well. correct, too. Every answer correct. Wow. I was shocked with that. You almost missed a softball, though. What do you mean? Every question he was given was a softball. That wasn't intentional, but... I Are mean, you sure it wasn't? Because I had Moon... Uh, you know, we had kind of come up with the questions that said, put them in order. And uh, I got hosed. Patrico got hosed with the geography questions. <laughs> I got hosed. I got hosed because it was trivia. <laughs> <laughs> I got hosed because you were asking me what was questions. The, what was the first question I got wrong? Uh, well, check. Uh, Where's Prague? I got yeah, that one wrong. I would have never. You could have given me a map that said it on it, and I wouldn't what have got that. First one? Was it the uh, Statue of Liberty? No, I would have got that one for answer. I would have got that one. There was I can't remember the first question I got wrong. We didn't do a Statue of Liberty one, did we? Well, no. no, no, that was later. No, I don't think we ever got to that. Right, that's what I'm saying. That was later in the, the game, but we didn't need to. Scott killed Scott you. Scott crushed it and won $78 in nickels. Thank you. Unbelievable. Donnie's Week and Rage, terrific. Oh, my gosh. That man stalked. He could have gone another half hour. Yeah. He could have gone another half hour. He killed it. Yep. He wore a path on the stage, too. He did. <laughs> I remember he dro he he dropped his papers because he was going so crazy, and then he, he was like he picked it up and started looking at it. He go, "You lose your spot," and he goes, "I did." <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Lux helped us out at the end with the with the Q and A. That was fun. So that's it. Rich show live in the books. Mm -hmm. I had a blast. Now I'm thinking. Saturday morning, I wake up, and I go. What am I going to be stressed out about? Oh, I'll figure something out. Yep. <laughs> Would it take you to about 9 a.m. to figure something out? I got to figure something out. I can have something weighing on me at all times. Hey, guys, want to do uh, New Year's? All right. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Right, let's, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do New Year's. And now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, let's shout out today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct. It's Seth Freeman from Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Oh! Uh, Seth is a podcast weirdo in the Tulsa, Oklahoma area. Was a uh, longtime listener of a local show until a friend mentioned the Riz Show, and he was instantly hooked. He's now he's now a stage five clinger. Nice. <laughs> he says he finds himself a laughter, laughing so hard sometimes he cries, saying never thought a radio show could be so funny and down to earth. You guys have everything. The fearless leader, me. Jeff, the old wise one. <laughs> Moon, the rational, lovable guy. King Scott, the ladies' man. And Patrico. <laughs> That's what he put? No, no. Oh. He said the loud guy in the corner. <laughs> As he yells. That's what he put. <laughs> and uh, Seth goes, he wants his ex, a.k.a. The, the old local boarding show, to know he's moved on and will gladly wear the Team Riz jersey around the Tulsa area. Well, thank you, Seth Freeman from Bartlesville, Oklahoma. The Team Riz member of the day gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash team.
Pseudo Show. All right, welcome back. Our phone number is 3146Walker, 3146Walker. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash res on the socials. At R-I-Z-Z Show, your emails, Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Sexy time fun facts coming up later on. Sex toy of the week. Great headline who's story today. Sports. Anybody here from uh, Anthony Stalter as far as he still he still needs to be shot for losing last week's ratio pick yep. challenge. We'll, uh, we'll find out what happened this weekend as far as our football picks go. I know I did pretty good. I know I feel good about my picks. But there were really no up. Were there really any upsets this weekend? I don't think so. I, think. I don't think so. Like running through your head as far as football games yesterday. I mean, were the, there any real upsets? N- but the Seahawks Lions game, maybe. Yeah. I mean, but that was a okay. I don't think there really was. The Rams game was close. I mean, there were cl- some close yeah. games. Yeah. But no real surprise. So even though I think I did well, I think everybody else did well too. Yeah. I have the results. So I still don't feel well. We'll get them with sports. Yep. It was nice to see a Greek fire back on stage on a Friday night. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It was Destroyed fun. It. It's man. been a long time. It has, and that was a that was a perfect crowd. We had a lot of, a lot of diehard Greek fire fans, Absolutely. but a lot of people that hadn't seen the band before. Mm-hmm. So it was a perfect mix. Yeah, perfect mix. I tell you what, the pop sounds uh, great. What a great sounding place. Yeah, great on stage and uh, in in front of stage. Of course, the the production there, the way that they handle everything, the way that they treat people, but. Again, I was impressed with everybody's energy. I mean, crowd-wise. I mean, they had oh, yeah. been there for a number of hours as well, and everybody was just, like, super pumped and jacked to have a good time. Yeah, I was wondering, and I'm sure you were wondering it as well, uh, after sitting through basically a three-hour variety show, which is what we did, would they still be there, as far as energy-wise goes, you know, for uh, you know a 45-minute, hour-long Greek fire set? And, yeah, it was brought. Yeah, it, it was. was brought. Yeah. Yep. It was raucous. It really was. <laughs> Is that a good word? Raucous? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Raucous. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad you made that point about the sound because I was behind, as you were, behind the bar mm-hmm. back there, and it, sound, it sounded fantastic. Terrific. Yeah, vocals. Sounded I mean, good. Sounded, everything sounded great. Spot on. Yep. Thanks. Were you on purpose uh, doing some more grovel singing? Because there were some times no, where you, you, you brought it down. I don't know if, if you heard Riz, but he was doing Put Your Hands On Me. Oh, and he went, Unbelievable. put your hands on me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say possibly the best version of that song I've ever heard. I'm just having And that's my favorite song, by the way. Thanks, you. dude. That's yeah. my mom's favorite, too. Yeah, we, just... we, we listen to it together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, da- my, dad, my dad said that he never had seen uh, Greek Fire perform, so he wanted to stick around for a couple songs before he headed home. Yeah. And we were up in the balcony. And <laughs> this is so my dad. And he turns around. He goes, we're heading out. And I go, oh, yeah, what'd you think? And he goes, it's loud. Okay. All right. Thank you, Dad. That's, you know what? Thanks, that's Papa. a compliment. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. That's a compliment. He had the best. Your dad had the best time. Oh, he really, truly he did. Had every the best time. every picture that I see that has him in it, he is ear to ear smiling. Oh yeah, he was smiling mm-hmm. the whole time. All time. All right, let's get to uh, some of your emails. Ray Show at 1057thepoint.com. We got, I think, every single person that was there sent an email saying thank you, well, and it was fantastic. Let's so get just, to some of the highlights. Just a handful of them. Uh, Carl wrote in about this, saying the pop staff was great. Rich Donald, who runs Pops, oh, was yeah. great. Okay, very And all of his guys were very accommodating. And he talked about our friend Katie, who is a uh, who was there. And Katie says the big uh, shout-out to, to Ray Show, to Pops, all the listeners that attended the show. I'm a week away out of surgery on crutches, in a locked knee brace from hip to ankle, really anxious about navigating the way through the crowd to the seats, logistics of the whole thing, decided I'm not going to miss this event. 
Every person working for Pops was more than helpful. Every person attending the event was very kind to clear a path to get, let me crutch on through. Countless people offered uh, to, offered help, offered to let her cut lines. They were all uh, just a good-ass group of people. Just shows how the listeners of this oh show are cool-ass people. Nicest people in the world. Hope it's an annual thing. Kate. I know it's kind of cliche to say, but I mean, obviously... I mean, we're so close to it, but we do have the the, the best listeners out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, way to knock it out of the Prove park. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Go right. ahead. Prove me wrong. This is another one, uh, Team Riz, number 105. A way to knock it out of the park. From door opening to the VIP experience to the show, hilarious commercial, St. Louis pawpaw, everything was so awesome. Hanging with my Team Riz family never gets old. You guys truly killed it. Only thing I can say negative is, Moon, dude, your set lacked fire and passion. You need to step it up next time. Haha, ha, just kidding. I uh, got you. you today. He, got you. He, he broke it down, then he built you got back you up. Here, uh-huh. and then went over got here. You. Lovely building. Uh, such a great night. I apparently can't email. I slept on the couch due to what a good night I had. Honest to God, please do it again. You have such natural talent, and it translates well on stage. Oh, That's Greg, you. Team Riz. Uh, let's see. Thanks, what Greg. else? Another the song that played for the real or fake punishment collage video at the end of the Riz show live. <laughs> By the way, awesome show, Adam. Our best of? Yeah, like that the was best the of montage. Was, yeah, I think at the end. It's Conway Twitty, isn't it? What was the song? It's it's it's. Um, I think it's Conway Twitty. Yeah, Con. It was the Rose. That's what song it was. Some say love. Oh yeah, yeah. It is a river. But I don't. But I don't know. <laughs> What version? It did yeah. sound like Conway that, Twitty. That was a Conway Twitty version, for yeah. sure. And the only negative, there's one negative email. I was wondering why that song was in my head. <laughs> Are you serious? Because I know it wasn't yeah. Bette Midler. Because Bette Midler is famous for that, for that movie. Correct. <laughs> and I was wondering why why Rose from Bette Midler. That's it. That's why. Okay. I love it. That's, my fa- the, my, that's like how Conway Twitty does stuff. He starts to talk and then he sings because I don't know if you remember the video, but he starts it with this: "Some say love." Yeah. <laughs> okay, that is. Can I do the one negative? This is from Cody. Hey, uh, Riz and boys, attended the Riz Show live event last Friday. You guys were great, and the night was awesome. I'm emailing you because at the event, I bought a Riz Fest shirt from the merchandise tent, had the shirt hanging over my shoulder watching the show. Someone walked by and grabbed my shirt and ran off with the shirt. What? I didn't get a look at them, wow, so I have no idea what they look like. So if anybody at the show has a medium shirt and they're willing to sell it, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd love to buy it off of them. And that's from Cody. Bummer. A medium shirt. Yeah, in other words, their their medium shirt got stolen. Write him back. I'll get him a shirt. Okay. Write him yes. back at his address. I'll send him a shirt. Okay. That's very nice of you. What? Just saying that's it because now we're going to get 15 emails just and people getting their shirt stolen. <laughs> just, that's it. Everybody. Did I tell you? I everybody just won. Did that's I tell it. you when I left and went outside and my car was gone? Yeah. Can oh, I, I do remember just you saying that. Can I get a, Listen, a, car that's it. Next a medium one. sedan? Write me an email. <laughs> Dear Cody. Yeah, I was at the show with my uh, four gold bars. <laughs> Just Cody, okay? <laughs> that's it. So that that's it on the uh, on the, the Riz Live right. uh, stuff. Well, thank you all. Next. Uh, this is from Devin. This week had been really hard on my fiance and I. Started with me finding out a family friend passed away on Wednesday. Then on Friday, the night before the funeral for my friend, my fiance gets news that her grandma passed away. We're podcast weirdos. The podcast really gave us the distraction and comic relief that we needed. You guys really are the best and truly do impact the lives of your fans. Thank you guys so much, Devin. Oh, that's, well, that's nice. Yeah. Sorry about your uh, losses. Yeah, glad we could be there for you.
Well, that's what we do. Yeah. Or a distraction. Next. This is from Brady. Good morning, all. Friday night, wife and I decided we were going to see the new Halloween movie at the theater. It's a very gory, graphic film. It was a good movie up until about the last 30 minutes. Suspenseful, suspenseful part. About three rows in front of me, an infant started jabbering and carrying on. My guess is about 10 months old soon after, a toddler, maybe three, began screaming and crying for 10 minutes straight. At one point of silence, I said, why are there toddlers in here? Loudly, not yelling, but not whispering. Who would bring their kids to that movie? This was met with other moviegoers agreeing. Apparently, the people with the kids either didn't hear or didn't care, proceeded to let their kids ruin the entire movie. Should I have intervened further, what would you guys have done? Well, you know, they couldn't get a babysitter. Well, in that case, you don't go to the movie. Right. I agree. Ah, well, you know, we got to see the new Halloween movie, but I can't get a babysitter, so you don't go to the movie. Yeah, there are times where I'm like, oh. We're going to go, but. There are times where I'm like, oh, I'd really like to go to this. This would be a great time for me and my wife to head on out and have a great time at this event. Oh, we can't find a babysitter. Looks like we're not going. You had kids. Simple. That's what you have to make sacrifices, so. Yeah. God, what a-holes. Ah, people suck. Yeah, remember when you first became pregnant and everybody went, oh, congratulations, you can't just go somewhere on the drop of a hat Uh now. This is that situation. (laughs) That's true. So, ruiner for everybody else. And they they didn't remove the kids? Uh Like, oh, my God. I'm surprised they even would let them in. Well, kids need to get introduced to gore and death at an early age, you know? Well, I mean... There's nothing you can do with parental consent. Yeah, like, so rated R is you could, right... As long as you're with a parent? Is that what it is? I, no I think idea. they've done bands before where if you were under the age of, like, 17 for an already film, you're not allowed in at even all. With a, even with parents? Yeah. Like, really? when South Park came out, you were not allowed to be under 17 at all to go see huh. it. It says rated R. Primarily refers to movies that the definition is under 17 requires accompanying parent or adult yeah. guardian. Hmm. Yeah. NC-17 is nobody under 17 is allowed in. Right. Yeah. Plus... You know the ticket taker who's uh, you know standing there, making you know four fifty an hour. Yeah, they don't care. You know what are they gonna do? They gonna you know let me see your ticket. Okay, tear it up. Uh, this says here. This says here that uh, taking your Start infant a confrontation. Taking taking your infant to the movies can be very beneficial for both you and for your infant. However, there are a few things to uh, be aware of. Any noise level that exceeds 45 decibels is of concern, and some movies have sustained levels of 90 decibels, mm-hmm. so it could be damaging to their hearing. And yeah. also, when you do go to a movie, make sure you go to an appropriate movie. Kids movies, cartoons, of animation. <laughs> Anything about taking your uh, your kid to a horror movie where it, people die and... yeah. Hey, let's grab the kids and see the new Gory. Saw movie. Yeah. <laughs> how about just being cognizant of other people who are there in the movie trying to enjoy it, who paid God knows how much for their sitters. And their popcorn. And their movie tickets. You know, you and your wife, you go to a movie, you're probably going to do a little dinner beforehand. I mean, you're dropping 200 bucks for the night. Yeah. Now the only thing you remember about the night is the kids screaming in front of you. Because your selfishness. Lucky there just wasn't murders on screen. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Next. Uh, this is Chris. Hey, guys, leaving the Blues game right now. Jesus, he has been there a long time. I know. Holy <laughs> cow, yeah. Saturday down night? there. Uh, please give a shout out to Patrico on the radio. Uh, was awesome to see the Blues beat the Hawks, but Tony makes the game. Tony, you pump up the crowd like no Look other. At this guy, you wow. looking at him? <laughs> I, just, I think your you. hat just thank you popped off your head. 
because his head got big. Uh, thank you for what you do. We had a 30-man bachelor party, and you made it worthwhile. Not only did the Blues kick butt, but you made us all have fun. Congrats on the weight loss. Keep pumping the crowd. Us Blues fans love what you do. That's wow, Chris. 30-man bachelor party. I was going to say, good for yeah. him, wow. dude. That's, that's huge, yeah. That was like a great movie. Yeah. Wait, and they all they all went to the game, huh? That's an expensive bachelor that's an party. Expense, yeah, <laughs> it is. Wow. Yeah, I guess, for, you know, Saturday night, Blackhawk game, Black game. Cool. It was great, man. They probably went to the game and then went straight home after mm-hmm. that, I'd imagine. Probably. Yeah, that's right. Um, they had to get up early the next morning uh-huh. yeah, to go church to church. Sunday, and they yeah. went to the 30-man bachelor party church. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dudes, bachelor weekend. Blues game Saturday night, church Sunday morning. 7.30 mass. Yeah. I saw somebody on Twitter uh, talk about some of the music you guys played on Saturday night. Some more country? Uh, we played some more country tunes. more country? Mm-hmm. We played on some country Saturday tunes. Night. Yeah. You guys, you guys do a good mix. Yeah. I mean, listen, we're, we're in St. Louis. I mean, this is, you know, blue collar. People like yeah, country man. music. People like rock music. People like rap music. We play everything. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. A good mix of stuff. Yeah. Really is something for everyone. Yeah. I think. Next. Thank you. Oh, the, remember we had a few days ago the gay guy that has a heterosexual roommate, and they've been friends for a long time, and mm-hmm. the gay guy is now has feelings for the longtime heterosexual yes. friend roommate, and he didn't know what to do. We all gave him the advice, basically, don't. Correct? Mm-hmm. He has written back in and said, thank you for the advice. I do not intend on saying anything to him, but I will be taking control of myself psychologically and getting over this. I appreciate the advice. Hmm. I think that was probably a good idea. Yeah, good move. Yeah. Uh, Ryan on Twitter wants to know, what happened to uh, the Miss uh, Headline Hoosh contest we were going to do on Friday night for Ratio Live? Yeah. We were out of time. Yeah. Like, we had to cut something from the schedule. Yeah. We cut and that, and then when you were going to hang me from a hook... Uh-huh. We Ugh. cut that, too. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I, which I appreciate, by the way. I can't get a refund for the hook still, so it's okay. Yeah, we had to cut, we had to cut, <laughs> we had to cut something from the program. Yeah. So the Miss Headline Hoosh contest. Also, we were going to do a little costume contest, too, mm-hmm. ourselves. We had to cut that as well. You know, for time. Yeah. I think we can get to more things like that if we do this once a month, Riz. I really think that you should put the time into doing this every month. Yeah? Okay. No? Jeff? <laughs> no? Uh, Patrico's got a picture of the uh, 30-man bachelor party. Yeah, he just sent this on. Wow, that's a, lo- that's a lot of dudes. Yeah. A lot of dudes. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you on their blues gear? Yeah, that's yeah. a good time. They got a big bus, too. Yeah, man. That's like a legit... That's not a party bus. That's a legit... That's a bus. Bus. Yeah. Like a coach. That's a school trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's a school the, trip to Jeff class, City. Class going to the Smoky Mountains. Yeah, right there, yeah. <laughs> who got uh, Who got married? I I have you can't tell the Not guy in the blues. They're jersey. all they're all smiling, so it's hard to tell which one's the sad one. No, no, yeah, well, was the one who wrote us? Is he the one getting married? They're just all partying, having a good time. Call it a bachelor party because they got a bus. Yeah, cool. Well, congratulations to whoever's getting married. I had somebody come up to me on Saturday and say that they were there to celebrate their life's bachelor party. And I said, you mean your bachelor party? And he goes, my wife's having a kid in a week. It's my life's bachelor party. Uh, <laughs> is that a thing now? All right, cool, man. <laughs> is that going to become a thing? Probably. All right, thank you all for your The Rizzuto Show, crap on celebrities. Welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrity. It's brought to you by Amco, Ranger Termite, and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Halloween made another $32 million to win the box office. Second weekend, a weekend in a row. Stars born. 
came in second, another 14.1 million. And then that new uh, Hunter Killer, the only new movie uh, to debut in the top 10, 6.7 million. Is that with uh, Gerard Butler? Fifth, yeah. How much that make? Uh, 6.7 million. Yikes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Halloween movie, uh, second week, 126.7 million. Obviously, the scary movies are huge. And one of the things that makes horror movies so big is what? A villain. A villain that you can mm. walk away remembering and years later you go, oh my gosh. Uh, so I found a list, just a survey, and it was only 2,000 people, but the top 10 horror villains of all time. All right, so it's either uh, Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger, number one or two. Or Mike Myers. Uh, Freddy's, Freddy's bigger than both of those guys. You guys named the top three. But what order, guys? What Freddy order? One. Freddy one, yeah. Jason two. Freddy one, Jason two, Mike, Mike Myers, Myers three. three. I yeah. would say... Is, uh, that's what I was going to say. Well, Damn close. I was going to say Jason 1, Freddy 2, Mike Myers nah, 3. Freddy's 1, J- Freddy, then Mike, then Jason. Freddy, Mike, Jason. It's a band. Freddy, Mike, Jason. Wow. Freddy's number one. Look at you. Mr. Myers and Mr. Voorhees. So you think you think Mike Myers is bigger than uh I didn't. No, I Jason thought Jason Voorhees, was, huh? but he, he told us we were wrong. Boy, that first, the first Friday the 13th movie is amazing. Yeah. I and then kind of. I was terrified. Of Freddy Krueger. I am not a fan oh, yeah. of scary movies, man. And I saw all I saw all the Nightmare on Elm Streets when I was a kid. If, See, those do nothing you, for me. I think they're dumb. Well, yeah, but if you saw it when you were a kid, yeah, when I was it, a like, kid. Even was, when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Well, I was not a fan of those. I just remember that even the people that hadn't seen the movie were afraid of Freddy Krueger and used it. I mean, that was like a pop I mean, culture I was term. Eight, nine years old watching those things. How my parents let me rent those? Because I remember going to the video store and getting those. Yeah. Yes, and they were familiar with what the movies were, right? Probably not. Oh. I had the older cousin that it was his mission in life to show us everything we weren't supposed to see. <laughs> All right, well, let's give love to some of the other horror villains. Number 10, The Creeper from Jeepers Creepers. Anybody? Terrifying. Okay. Norman Bates, Psycho. Okay. Uh, the guy from Saw's got to be on there. Jigsaw. Jigsaw, yeah. Not in the top 10. Uh, the Exorcist. What about Hellraiser? The Hellraiser oh, guy. Oh, yeah, Hell- Pinhead. Yeah, Pinhead. Not in the top 10. Pumpkinhead. Oh. Ah, those are all like Showtime versions yeah. of these movies. Uh, Reagan from The Exorcist. Oh, okay. yeah. Chucky from Child's Play. Ah. Hannibal Lecter. Pennywise from It. Leatherface from Te- Texas Chainsaw. Hannibal Lecter comes in at number four, Silence of the Lamb. Mm. So that's the that's the top 10. We had uh, that discussion. Is, is, is Silence of the Lambs a horror movie? Not according to IMDb. More of a it psychological thing, Psychological thriller. It says crime drama thriller. Hmm. But it always comes up in horror movies. Mm-hmm. Got a streaming service called Fandango Now pulled a thousand people to determine the most popular movies that you watch around Halloween. So in my house, there's a lot of uh, uh, the Ghostbusters thing going on. For some reason, Jurassic Park, although that's all year long. Jurassic Park is a Halloween movie? No, 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 no. It's just being watched currently is what I'm saying. Not like, hey, it's Halloween. Let's watch Jurassic Park. So you're asking about Halloween movies. Yes. So Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. What, like what movies do you watch on Halloween? Not necessarily Halloween What movies, about Rocky Horror Picture Show? Not in the top 10. Is that something? I haven't seen that movie in years. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Really? I haven't seen it oh. in a long time, but it's held up for sure. What about Friday the 30th? Is that something for kids? That's not something. Nah. What's that rated? Nah. Rocky Horror. I know there's a lot of like sexual innuendo. Yeah. And- because I, you know, I was thinking about the songs. The kids would like the songs. Yeah, the theatrics of it. Yeah. I still, I don't think so. I, I don't think that would be 
It's not appropriate for kids, right? So number 10 is uh, Practical Magic from 1998. Anybody know that one? I've never heard of it. 1960s Psycho comes in at number 9. Edward Scissorhands. How about The Nightmare Before Christmas? Number 2. See, to me, that's more... I always I always have this discussion. Is that a Christmas or a Halloween movie? That goes movie? right in the middle. Yeah. To a, me, to it's, me a it's a Halloween movie. Oh, or, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry. To me, it's a Christmas movie. Is that the Tim Burton one? Yes. yes. Okay, familiar to with To me, it's a Christmas movie. Uh, from 2018, A Quiet Place. I haven't seen that. Shining comes in at number six. How about a Blair Witch? Blair Witch is not in the top ten. The, the first Halloween movie in 1978, and then It from 2017. Beetlejuice comes in at number three. Hmm. Number one movie most watched around Halloween is Hocus Pocus from 1983. Uh, with Bette Midler? Yeah. Yep. yep. And uh, SJP? Yes. Mm-hmm. And is there a third? Yes. The Kathy and Jimmy. Okay. God, how did I know that? Oh, man. <laughs> Damn Anybody it. familiar with the band Man of War? And by the way, yeah, that's Yeah, they all wear uh, loincloths. Seriously? Yeah, like furry loincloths. Okay. Uh, do you know the guitarist Carl Logan from Man of War? I, I couldn't tell you their music. I know their... Pull up a picture of Man of War. They look like uh, barbarians. Okay. From what I remember. That's a that's a newer... That's a newer photo. Hmm. A lot of leather going A lot of leather yeah. vests going on there. Well, they have a guitar player, well, I should say probably ex-guitar player named Carl Logan. He's been arrested on child pornography charges in Charlotte, North Carolina... Uh, Sheriff's office said that Logan was arrested back in August for possession of child pornography, booked August 9th, charged with six counts of third-degree exploitation of a minor. His bail was set for $35,000, bonded out to await his trial, and their management said, we're going on without him. Uh, uh, the band must go on. The man band must go on without him. And speaking of that sort of thing, this Takashi 69 have you heard what's going on with this guy? A Manhattan judge sentenced him. Uh, by the way, his real name is Daniel Hernandez. Four years of probation and credit for one year already served. Charges stemming from a 2015 arrest for the use of a child in sexual performance. There was a video of him having intercourse with a 13-year-old girl. He wasn't having... He was not having sex with a girl. He was in the room. He was in the same room? He was in the room when it was being filmed. He's not required to register as a sex offender. He's also required to complete a thousand hours of of community service, must refrain from gang affiliation, and the posting or reposting of online sexually explicit or violent images of women or children. First arrest, uh, arrested back in March of 2015 after the video emerged of him engaging in sexual acts huh. with a 13-year-old girl. He pled guilty to the charge October of 2015, taking a plea agreement that required him to get his GED and stay out of trouble until his sentencing date. Uh, originally, sentencing date was October 2017. That date kept getting pushed back because he failed to obtain his GED and postponed the sentencing that just happened 19 times. Yet, he was given probation. Huh. While he was waiting for his sentencing, he was charged with crimes on two separate occasions. This uh, this past May, charged with misdemeanor assault in Texas for grabbing a teenager by the neck at a mall in Houston. Then he was arrested for driving with a suspended license in Brooklyn, later charged with a misdemeanor assault, inclu- uh, in, including an incident involving a, a New York police uh, officer. How so, does this guy, like, skate? I don't know. So after all of this is said and done, he is told, as I said, don't get into any more altercations. Just hours later... Well, I hear hear like part of the sentencing was, you're not allowed to be around gang members. 
Yeah, no gang affiliation. He said that it's it's crazy. He listen. This is one of those guys where he thinks he is above the law. And he's got the number six nine tattooed all over and, his face. And it shows him that he is. I was gonna say. And to be honest with you, he kind of is. So a few wow. hours after all of this happened, and he was told not to, you know, gang affiliation, violence, blah, 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 a few hours later, uh, he and his crew go to celebrate, and a brawl broke out, and somebody got shot in the stomach. So things are going well for him. And was he arrested? He was not arrested. He was gone before the actual shooting happened. So uh, everything started going down. He left the scene at the time of the initial argument, was not present at the time of the shooting. Man shot by a security guard was taken to a local hospital, uh, shot in the stomach, non-life-threatening injuries. It was his crew, though. Correct. They went there to celebrate the sentencing. And somebody got shot. And somebody got shot. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Uh, remember the uh, the picture of Justin Bieber eating the burrito sideways, and we went into a debate on that. Yeah, why is Justin Bieber on a park bench outside eating a burrito from the middle out. And there were theories that it wasn't wrapped correctly. We've learned that you like a nice, tightly wrapped burrito. I remember that. Why is he eating it from the side? The, the stuff might said, fall out. Yeah, the stuff might fall out. My question was, and I said this, why would he be eating a burrito by himself out in public? Right. That was my first question. We have the answer. It wasn't Justin Bieber. We were tricked, America. Yeah, I saw this video yesterday. Amazing, the, the the thing these guys did, yeah. just to just they wanted to make a viral video, or they wanted to make a viral picture, basically, and YouTube, they succeeded. YouTube channel called Yes Theory, and they just wanted to see if they could go viral. And from the very beginning to the actual execution, they did behind the scenes video of mm-hmm. it. Brilliant, and it is all it's up on the blog if you want. To I check applaud. It out. They got it. They got a guy that looks like Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. He gets mistaken for him all the time. They flew this guy in. And they were brainstorming different ideas yeah. and how we could get this done. Yeah. And somebody had the idea of let's have Justin Bieber do things that are wrong, like just are, you know, wacky. Yeah. Like let's have him eat a Hawaiian pizza. So it'd be the picture of Justin Bieber likes Hawaiian pizza, you know, likes pineapple on his pizza. And then somebody had the offhand, hey, let's have Justin Bieber sit on a park bench and eat a burrito wrong from the middle out. Why? Uh, like, why didn't Justin Bieber immediately come out and go, that ain't me? Yeah, because it's it's his name. Associated with something that isn't bad, you know, it's free press. Yeah, he may have just sat back and went, hey, let's see how long this goes. Yeah, and speaking of press, this isn't some amateur group either. These are these are professionals that do this stuff. Yeah. If you look at them, yeah. they, they're the ones that did the uh, the thing with Will Smith and the bungee cord out of the helicopter. Like that's the same group. They make a business out of this. And remember the first person that really like caught the uh, the the spin attention with this photo was a magazine guy. So I'm sure they got publicists working this photo out yeah, to every right. outlet imaginable. So it's not like they just, they wanted to make a viral video, they pretended to Justin Bieber, and then it went viral. It's yeah, these a big are pros. system. These are pros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, brilliant, though. It, well, it totally works. I do applaud them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's a funny photo. Fans of Netflix's American Vandal, right? Yeah, yeah we talked right about it before. Sure. Awesome. Well, they canceled it. Oh. Netflix has canceled American Vandal after two seasons. They say the uh, um, uh, sources say the producer of CBS TV Studios is already fielding multiple calls uh, uh, somewhere else to put it, to revive the series and for a third season somewhere else. Actually, I thought I thought the season was good. Yeah. Well, I, did I, too. I like this season better than the first one. The, the producers are uh, probably thinking the same as you. They were already plotting what to do for season three, uh, but then this happened, but they said they've already gotten, you know, other people saying, hey, we may want to do it on this place or that place so it's it's a whodunit mm-hmm. well i finished right. maniac 
Yeah, what would you think? Yeah, it tied in at the end. Yeah, it was nice. It was all too sappy at the end. Yeah, I, th- I, I thought it did, for it, what it was. It did close it a little, a little easy. It, it closed a little bit. Ah, but it was nice. Little, it closed a little too family for me. It, yeah, but it was nice having a close. I'm like, glad it ended. I don't want to, and that's the one with Jonah Hill and uh, Big Eyes. <laughs> Emma Stone. Emma Stone. And uh, and uh, uh, Justin Thoreau. Thank you. Yeah. Sally Field too. Oh yeah, I forgot. And she's great. <laughs> in it. Everybody's great. In it. Yeah, that's the one with uh, uh, Jonah eyes. Hill and Big Eyes. Right. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Impressive IMDb, and she kept, it comes down to Big Eyes. You know, Big she Eyes. She was good in that. it too. She was really good in that. She's fantastic. Jonah Hill was great in it too. It's it it's it a goofy gets show. it's about ten episodes, nine or ten episodes, and somewhere in the middle it gets you gotta stay with it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta bear down. You gotta stay with it. <laughs> it makes you work for it. <laughs> and finally, over the past several years, HBO has been that channel that is like all the sex stuff, right? And uh, so it makes sense that they're the leading way doing this and making sure there's no issues that pop up during filming of sex scenes, that sort of thing. So now they're using something called intimacy coordinators on all of their shows. I'm surprised this hasn't happened before this. The intimacy coordinator's job is to make sure everybody's cool with everything that goes on in a particular sex scene. And that nothing inappropriate happens while cameras are rolling. The idea came from Emily Mead, who plays a prostitute on The Deuce. Anybody seen The Deuce by chance? Uh, James Franco and uh, the the, the Hall chick, Maggie. Oh, that's right. okay. Because in the story, I saw a still of her, and I was like, I've, yeah, it's from yeah. the it's a set in the seventies, New York. Yeah. I've heard about it. I've never seen it, but I've I heard, heard it's about pretty it. good. Yeah, she says, and this is Emily Mead. She says, when it comes to sexuality, which is one of the most vulnerable things for all humans, men and women, there's really no system. There's never been a person required to be there to protect and bring expertise, which that's makes so sense, surprising because if you think about it. On most, you know, any movie set that needs it, there's a stunt coordinator. Yeah. You know, if it's a medical thing, there's a medical coordinator to make sure all the terms are right and everything looks good. You would think that this. So would this be is a for good safety. Idea. Yeah. This is for if you and if you and somebody are doing a sex scene, that way everybody is comfortable. So there's a person there that can watch over things. Huh. Maybe that would should have been the director's position initially, but well, maybe you want a third party in there, somebody. Not associated with the actual production of the movie mm-hmm. or whatever they're Independent shooting. Person. Yeah, Independent person. Independent of the producers. They've got no stake in it. They've yeah. got nothing. They're just making sure everybody's yeah. cool. That's it. You got cool? Good idea. You cool? You cool? Right, you cool? Good. We're good. In this day and age, you need that. Absolutely. Uh, crappy birthdays. Christopher C.J. Wallace. That is the son of Notorious B.I.G. He's an actor. He's 22. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross. That is Diana Ross's daughter and Dre's wife on Blackish. She is 46. Gabrielle Union. Did you know she's married to Dwayne Wade? Yeah. I had no idea. She turns 46. Winona Ryder is 47. Randy Jackson. Not the American Idol guy, but the dazzling member of Tito and the Jacksons, but not part of the Jackson 5. He is 57. Randy Jackson was never part of the Jackson 5, huh? Nope. Left out. <laughs> One guy who didn't make the team. <laughs> Left out. Uh, you forgetting somebody? No, no. He was like, Randy. Jackson 6. That's just hard to say. Yeah. It's kind of a mouthful. Uh-huh. Jackson 5. Oh, right. Only room for five. Let's here, see. Take a straw. All right, here we go. It's between Tito and Randy. <laughs> Tito, you're in! All right. Oh, Rand. Yeah, no more room. So he was part Sit of the Jacksons, but not the Jackson he was 5 part when of, it came down. He was part of, wow. when it was Tito and the Jacksons, he was part of it. But when it was uh, Michael and the Jackson 5, he was not. Huh. Uh, I always mess this guy's name up. Dan Castellaneta? 
Oh, he Homer Simpson. Is that it? Is that nailed it? Right. Castellaneta, yeah. He is 61, and today's Burton Birthday of the Day star of Jaws, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. What about Bob? Mr. Holland's opus, and who could forget about his amazing role in Piranha 3D? Richard Dreyfus, 71, he gears young. You ever see Close Encounters? Uh-huh. Long time ago. Yeah, it's been a Great long time. movie. Yeah. One of my faves. Yep. You ever see that one? I, I The only part I know of that movie is when he's in the truck looking up. That's it. You know, the, the mashed potato mountain? That, I don't know anything ah, from that movie. movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Lucky Star. Today's birthday girl, she's been on her back more than a vampire in a coffin during the day. In 117 fine films, including 69 Jump Street, <laughs> Stress Relief, It's Not Scary, Just Harry, Volume 4, Heroes of the Orgy, in a movie called Pressure, also in Rocky Horror Picture Show, Stepmom Knows Best, and who can forget her unforgettable role in There's No Place Like Mom. Oh Lucky star, 46 years. That is your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrity. Whoa! 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 This is Whitney Cummings, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I love you. That's nice. She said that to me. She did say that early. Uh, speaking of food, you know, Lena's and stuff. Uh, man, I, I don't know how many people sent us this video over the weekend. And the, the title was, This is Why Riz Doesn't Do Salad Bars. Uh, there's a video going around. It's going viral. I don't know where this is from. This could be any random grocery store with a hot bar. And it's, a, it's an older guy standing where they have the soup with a ladle, just drinking straight from the ladle. You disgusting pig. Like, you monster. I, I hope how somebody he gets puts more bleach than, in that soup. Yeah, I, I don't know how he gets more than one sip in. Make sure we post that because... Well, and, and Moon brought up a good point during the commercial break. He had to have been standing there doing this for somebody to get out their camera to film him. Right. He must have been doing this for a while. Yeah. Like, you monster. That, that, that's what's in my head every time I see a hot bar at a grocery store. Well, he ain't the only one in the world doing it, I'm sure. It's unregulated. That's the guy that puts his that puts his tongue underneath the chocolate fountain at the uh-huh. corral. <laughs> like, there's no oversight. It's like, just uh, let's just throw some soup out there and turn our back. What do we need, soup and salad police now? Yeah, you do, <laughs> because of people yeah. like that. <laughs> that's why you do. That's why you do. <laughs> like, I've seen it happen. I've seen somebody go to a salad bar at a grocery store, like during lunch, take salad, and oh, I, a little too much in my, I put a little too much uh, lettuce in my dish, and with their hands, take it from their dish and put it back in the, uh, oh boy, I don't know how you back the into the into I, the bin. I know, I know that that happens, and I know it happens more on salad bars and buffets mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. But you talk to any cook, and that happened. There's things like that that happen everywhere. Yeah, but no, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying they should have somebody posted up at the uh, at the salad bar. Oh, like salad a, bar, a salad bar, or something. Yeah, yeah. Because there was there was a report that came out. I don't know. I don't know if you look at this or not. Because I don't know if it would be mental torture to you or not. But they release like the health inspections, mm-hmm. and they put it all. They compile it on a list. I think that I think either the Post or the Riverfront Times. Somebody does it. They post it online. I saw one the other day at a restaurant that I went to when I lived in St. Peter's multiple times. 
multiple times, had reports that it came back as unsatisfactory, mm-hmm. and it had reports of mold and fruit flies on the food oh, that was well, being served. I, listen, how about, how about turning on uh, Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares and seeing a show and see them see them do an episode on a place you've been to? Mm. That's happened. That place no longer exists, by the way. If it's the same place I'm thinking. No, this was back on the East Coast. Oh, 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 gotcha. A place that I've been to with my parents. Yeah, he came to a place here in the area, and it's no longer open. At least I don't think so. But yeah, there's this guy at the uh, at the soup bar at a grocery store. Don't know where it is. Could be your could be your local grocery store. I have no idea. Just right there with the ladle. Yeah, right. Sipping a soup. Can you not do that noise anymore? <laughs> That's for emphasis. And I'm telling you, we need to demand security guards at our salad bars. <laughs> Riz 2018. Sound like you're doing about ready to do a walkout, man. <laughs> Riz thinks that we should put security guards. In you know, my first step, by the way, bars. is I think I think that I'm going to uh, run for a neighborhood trustee in my subdivision. Oh, Terrible idea. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Uh, okay, I Party think it's a one. great idea. You got so much stress in your life to begin with. Let's add this to it. And you got so much free time. Again, let's add I to think that. I'm going to do it. <laughs> He's completely Step one. not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a definite maybe. Rizzuto, 2019. Why not? <laughs> See, there it is. 2019. Okay, Nobody why not? Because you got enough going on no, in your life. that's a slogan. Why not? <laughs> Can't you see the signs? You know, today is, by the way, National Cat Day. I didn't get you guys anything. Thank you. So, uh, all you cat lovers, what what better time to go buy your, your first cat or your 67th today? I don't know. <laughs> if you're celebrating today, you got more than one cat. I mean, you do. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And they're named real names. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like this is Peter. My dad did have a cat named Ben. Yeah, this is Peter and Ben. Yep, ben. Candace. Candace. Kevin, get over here. <laughs> yeah, there's there there Teddy this and is Candace. She's Robert. A t- she's a tabby. I got her a new what, collar. What's worse? What's worse? The the cats that are named like Kevin or the cats that are named something cute like a celebrity name that they changed a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. This is Taylor. <laughs> Meonica Lewinsky. Uh, 44% of people say they have a cat, and of those people, around three out of five of them only have one cat. These are the kind of people when they take the collar off their cat, you know, to, like, scratch their neck or to change the big, oh, you're naked. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Tiffany, the cat's naked. How many people consider themselves cat people? Only 14% of people. 46% are dog people. 35% love both equally. And the other 5% say they don't like animals. Why are you looking at me? I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I was enjoying your Judge Judy shirt. I promise. Just under half of cat owners say I love you to their cats. Do you say I love you to your dog? Absolutely. 110%. Love you. Yeah, no doubt about it. I started off with I love you already, damn it. And then now I just do that. I love you. (laughs) Don't make me fall in love with you, man. 25% 25% say their their cat is their best friend. 
And finally, women are almost three times more likely than men to say they understand what their cat is trying to say when it meows. But men are twice as likely as women to say they've trained their cat to use the toilet instead of the litter box. That's the way to do it. And not that hard. There's YouTube videos that do that. If I ever get a cat, that's what, that's what I'm doing. Because that's the only, in my estimation, besides the cats that destroy your couches, <laughs> that's the only drawback to having a cat. Is the litter box? Is it? Yeah, it's pooping inside. But you One, te- if you could have them flush the toilet, too. Well, let's not get ridiculous or selfish <laughs> or absurd. But, I mean, think about that. If you, if you eliminated the litter box, I think you're eliminating half of the cat haters out there. No. You don't think so? No. I think it's just a, a cutesy, trendy thing to hate cats and crap. No, I've hated cats for quite some time. Well, same you're here. a trendsetter. Yeah, same here. I think cats are. I hate cats. It's not It's not because it's a, it's a hipster thing. Uh, okay. I, I got attacked by a cat at a young age. To say. Hated every one of them since. I'm allergic to cats, huh? Yeah. Well, okay. Doesn't mean you can't like them. I don't well, like I don't, them. I don't like them. I don't I like told them you about Sunshine that's the very, Cat. It's very hipster. No, it's not hipster because everybody doesn't like cats. Hipster. It's anti I told you about Sunshine, the three-legged cat that used to live next door that scratched the crap, uh, that scratched the crap out of me. You know what would be Try hipster by. is to defend cats and go, mm, everybody says that they hate cats. I like cats. That's hipster. I don't know. Yeah, that's hipster. I think it's Everybody loving. hates cats. I think it's to just go, loving. To... Everybody hates cats. I love cats. That's hipster. <laughs> what are you saying? Guys, man? it's National Cat Day. You and Scruffles have fun. The toilet thing, though. Imagine if you know, imagine if you could train your dog to go in the toilet. Yeah. Anybody, anytime, Dogs are so dumb. Anytime you can describe a cat as shifty or shady, it's just great. <laughs> I just wonder why they just run into the other room for no reason. Just having fun. That's the thing I'm just having Because they hate you. They probably saw a ghost. <laughs> they hate you. All right, time for some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. Uh, the St. Louis County Police Department has issued an endangered person advisory for 26-year-old Joshua Damian White, who has not been heard from or seen since last Tuesday. And police say that he just walked away from his house around noon, and uh, it's been at least a week since he's taken his medication for his mental health issues. He's been known to hang out in the South County Mall area. White, five foot nine, weighs about 175 pounds, brown hair, blue eyes, last seen wearing a red Cardinals hat. White coat, black pants, black shoes. Call 911 if you see him or uh, call the St. Louis County Police. A Washington Park police officer died after falling off the Poplar Street Bridge over the weekend. What a tragic story oh, this is. This is ridiculous, too. This is insane. And, and go ahead. I, 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 I have a question about this. But oh, well, ahead. it's a 44-year-old Ricardo Davis fell about 50 feet from the bridge... This is about 5 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. So he'd been running after two suspects from Washington Park on the bridge when he tried to jump from one bridge span to the other, thinking there was solid footing between. Oh, man. And the two are running after, I guess it was a high-speed chase, went from Washington Park, Illinois, went into East St. Louis on westbound 64. They went up smashing into a couple cars, bailed on the car, and tried to run across the bridge. The two were captured. Drugs and guns were found God. in the car. So preventable. So what's the question? Do they get extra charges? Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, somebody died in the course of a in the course of a crime. Yeah, but I but I didn't know. I mean, obviously, this guy would still be alive if they did not run. But I didn't know because they didn't necessarily like. 
their actions didn't directly cause. Yeah, it's like if a, if a robber gets shot during a crime, the accomplice would be charged too with the with the manslaughter. Gotcha. I believe. Perfect. Well, then good. I, I I hope they do. I hope they get that and then some. Because, like I said, if they did not run, this police officer goes home to his family. Well, at first the story was that he had, you know, broken a Bo- lot of bones. Both of his legs, like his shoulder. Like I see, they took him to the hospital, didn't make it. I mean, 50 feet is a long way down. Mm-hmm. That's a shame. Uh, police in Centerville are investigating a uh, shooting early yesterday morning in the parking lot of PT's, PT's nightclub. Around 4 a.m., apparently a fight inside the club. People involved escorted out. Once they were outside the parking lot, then the guns came out. Shooting happened. One person killed. And police haven't released any information about the victim or details about what happened inside the club. But uh, they also didn't release any information about the shooter. A 15-year-old from North County killed after shooting early Sunday morning in Cahokia. The kid was shot in the back on Sauget Avenue, died at the hospital. The shooting is uh, still being investigated. Just before 10 o'clock on Saturday night, a gas stove exploded at a house in the 3700 block of uh, Kosciuszko. That's in South City. Two people home at the time. One of them died. The other was hurt. Fire investigators in the St. Louis Regional Bomb and Arson Squad are investigating that one. I don't have much detail on this. But I know a man was arrested after exposing himself to a woman outside of the Planet Fitness off of Watson in Crestwood on Friday. At least we know Jeff has an alibi. Yes, I do. He was with me. Mm-hmm. At what time? Because <laughs> he did have a quick break there. Planet Fitness released a statement saying, we're aware of the incident that took place in the parking lot of the Crestwood Planet Fitness, and the local franchisee is working closely with the local authorities in their investigation. And police are asking people if they know anything else about what happened, if they were a victim of this guy too, please, uh, please call them. And uh, finally, locally, uh, police in town and country are asking for help finding the guy who's been ganking some pretty high-end alcohol products from uh, from the schnooks over there in town and country. He's also stealing fresh seafood. How? how? I don't know. He was most recently spotted at the town and country schnooks on October 23rd. That's last Tuesday. And the uh, St. Charles schnooks on October 19th. So he's making his rounds. He was actually confronted by a manager at the town and country store. And said, quote, I've been stealing from you guys all week. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is it? How does he take high-end stuff? That's all locked up. I mean, the alcohol is locked up. Snooks. The high-end stuff? Anything that's over like 60 bucks is under lock I and I mean, key. high, I don't know what you consider high-end. You, you get a nice bottle of vodka. You know, th- I mean, maybe there's going to 30 bucks. Yeah. yeah, there's there's plenty of expensive There's plenty of stuff. Up there. Yeah. I, well, when you say high-end, I immediately think of the stuff that's locked up. That yeah, would be high-end. Like, end. you could buy, you could buy a, a bottle of Grey Goose. It's not locked up. Yeah, but that's, that's, pretty, a, that's considered high-end. I guess well, so. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't think I've ever seen a locked up you got to be kidding me. There's a glass case that's yeah, got there all, is. like, yeah. the $70 booze. Like, the nice tequilas. Uh, yeah. Up top and all Like, good tequilas. Well, hell, man. Got that kind of cash. <laughs> That's why this dude's been stealing it, and I want to know how. So how did, and I'm, if I'm mowing your lawn, but he said this and then just walked away? Yeah. Yeah, he left in a newer model, white Chevy Silverado, no license plates, 
And uh, the truck is being driven by, police words, a, a heavyset woman when it was spotted in St. Charles. Heavyset and ugly, too. Yikes. Uh. See her picture? Oof. No. Yikes. Yucko. Suspect is a black guy between 40 and 50 years old, weighs about 200 pounds. $600 worth. Damn. Six foot one, beard with a little bit of gray in it, wearing a Carhartt jacket and work boots. Oh, you have an inventory of what he took? No, no, no. It just says police in town and country asking for help identifying the man who stole a shopping cart full of alcohol. He took about $600 worth of alcohol. Um, and that's all it really says here. Speaking of alcohol, big thanks to O'Fallon Brewery. If you were at the Rich Show Live event on Friday, you got to try the Taking Care of Rizness beer for the first time, which will be available soon. Places. We'll have the announcement uh, probably next month at some point. But it's the uh, the the Amber Ale. Delicious. Delicious. Heard some great reviews. Some great reviews. Mm-hmm. I including was, from this guy. I was correct. That night, a Schnooks manager found that the lock on the expensive storage cabinet located in the liquor department had been broken and emptied. Look at this guy. You looking at him? The manager reviewed security tapes and found the suspects, a male and a female. <laughs> Columbo over here. Had taken three, <laughs> they had taken three bottles of wine that in total equaled $600. Wow. wow. I didn't realize they sold that like that. Yep. Yeah, like I have, that never, I have never seen. Two, I know they have like nice bottles of tequila. It's the kind of with glass well, case. Yeah, where I, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. I just have never Two seen bottles it. of Chateau Lafitte Rothschild was oh, valued at $571 each, and one bottle of Chateau Mouton Rothschild valued at $528. Yeah, they also took a 12-pack of Corona, <laughs> a bottle of Absolute, a bottle of rum, a bottle of Amaretto, and $80 worth of smoked meats. <laughs> smoked meats, huh? Yeah. Somebody in the party wanted the corona out of all that. <laughs> and all that. But we got the Rothschild. Right. Yeah. Now I'll just have some corona. And sure. one York peppermint patty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to wash down that smoked meat with that Rothschild wine. Mmm. Delicious. Mmm. All right, that's the uh, local stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. We'll get to some of the uh, bigger national stories after the break, including that synagogue shooting, which is horrific. They caught the mail bomber and a petition to change the day to Halloween. That's a thing. on the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. We have Sex Time Fun Facts coming up later, Sex Toy of the Week. Uh, but I'm telling you, what is going on in this world with all these shootings? Oh, so on Wednesday of last week, uh, a man killed two innocent black people at a grocery store in Kentucky after he tried but failed to shoot up a black church. And we'll get to the bombing guy in a second. Saturday, 
This a tragic week in America ended with a man shooting and killing 11 people as they prayed in a synagogue in Pittsburgh. I mean, elections are next week. The, 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 the rhetoric is escalating. And all this is the result, I think. The shooting is uh, the deadliest anti-Semitic act in U.S. history. And the shooter has been, well, had been posting anti-Semitic messages on this, so this Gab thing. You know this? I do not. This messaging service, Gab. It, it's a small social, social media site that's been mainly a haven for white supremacists. It's basically for, for people who have been kicked off Twitter. Gotcha. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, it's, you know, it's hard to keep up with the insanity, but um, on Saturday morning, he posted, quote, I can't sit by and watch my people get slaughtered. Screw your politics. Screw your optics. I'm going in. And then he went into a synagogue with an AR-15 and uh, three handguns and murdered 11 people, all of whom were between the ages of 54 and 97. He also shot and wounded two police officers and two SWAT officers. And the president says that maybe we should have uh, armed security guards at synagogues. Here, uh, here are his comments. This is the president. If they had protection inside, uh, the results would have been far better. This is a dispute that will always exist, I suspect. But if they had some kind of a protection inside the temple... Uh, Maybe it could have been a very much different situation. Well, this guy was taken alive, and uh, he's in the hospital right now undergoing surgery. He's facing 29 federal charges, and he'll make a court appearance today. Anti-Semitic incidents went up 57% last year in the U.S., which is at the, uh, which is the largest increase since the Anti-Defamation League started keeping track in 1979. 53% of hate crimes over religion in America are committed against Jews. And then there's the pipe bomb guy. This nutcase. Mm-hmm. He's a 56-year-old Caesar Sayok. He was arrested and charged with five federal crimes on Friday for allegedly mailing at least 13 or, or 14 pipe bombs to prominent liberal figures last week. And the FBI director said that uh, they're still analyzing the devices in their lab. There were roughly six inches of PVC pipe, a small clock, a battery, some wiring... And what's known as uh, energetic material, which is essentially potential explosives. A fingerprint on the explosive in the package sent to Congresswoman Maxine Waters, along with cell phone records, were, were key in help finding this guy. He lives in Florida. He's got a criminal record that includes theft and uh, threatening to blow or I'm sorry, threatening to throw place or discharge a destructive device. I guess back in 2002, he was arrested for threatening to blow up the power company where he's at. You see his van? Mm-mm. No. I guess he was living in a van. Oh, really? This one he's a former, stickers? Yeah, the, he, he, former stripper. Former male stripper. Yeah, he's, he. They, they were showing pictures of his van being towed away, which I guess he was living in. And uh, most of the windows were covered with pro-Trump and... Anti-Hillary Clinton images. He would also tweet out anti-Democrat memes. And he's looking at up to 58 years in prison if convicted of the charges, which include interstate transportation of explosives, illegal mailing of explosives, and threats against former presidents and other persons. Yeah, you knew this guy was getting caught soon. Yeah. This is the van, I'm assuming? 
Yeah. Yeah, Tony's got a picture of it up in the studio. Yeah, filled with garbage. There were two winning tickets sold for the $688 million Powerball jackpot drawing on Saturday. One of them in Harlem. That's in New York City. And the other in uh, Redfield, Iowa, which is a very rural place. The winners will split what is the fourth largest lottery prize in U.S. history. After beating the one in 292.2 million, uh, million odds with the lucky numbers 8, 12, 13, 19, and 27, Powerball 4. And, of course, Saturday's drawing came after that almost, what, $2 billion drawing? Yeah. Last week. So everything's reset now, back to the yeah. double digits. It was funny when I drove by and it's, I saw the sign. I went, mega millions, 47 million. <laughs> <laughs> Why bother? Stu- Why even bother? <laughs> I'll check in again in a couple of weeks. So is it bad that Halloween is always on October 31st no matter what? Why would, it be, why would it be bad? It sometimes feels that way, especially on a year like this where it's on a Wednesday. And it would be so much better for the kids and adults who got to wake up early mm-hmm. if, uh, you know, we're celebrating Halloween on a weekend. So you're saying, okay, so what you're saying is this petition isn't saying it's change the date to something else. They're saying it should be a Thanksgiving thing where it's the X amount of Saturday in October. Yes. Like the last Saturday in October. Like, like Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yes. I'm down with it. I'm okay with it. So is this the answer? There's a petition on change.org right now where people are calling to give Halloween a floating date. Where it's always the last Saturday in October. And that would make Halloween more like Labor Day, which is always the first Monday in September, regardless of the date. And less like Independence Day, which is always on uh, July 4th. And so far, more than 25,000 people have signed the petition. And Halloween has been celebrated on the last day of October, dating back at least 2,000 years. When it was an ancient ancient Celtic festival called uh, Soen. Look that up, <laughs> you jerks. Now, believe it or not, there's a scientific explanation for why you like haunted houses and horror movies. A new study found that when people finish doing something scary, but where deep down they know there was no real danger, it affects their brain the way a real scary situation would. And that that means it basically tricks your brain into releasing endorphins, which make you feel good and actually put you in a better mood. So now you know. Hmm. That's why we dig haunted houses and horror movies. Oh, I saw, I meant to tell you, I almost took a uh, picture of it. We talked about that reality house out in Eureka. I saw a sign for it the other day. Remember that reality house? Yeah, which what's, is, the, uh, what's that all about? It's the it's the church thing where it's each different room is something, you know, like there's an abortion room and a premeditated, or a pre, uh, pre-marital And that's still a sex thing, room. huh? I guess so, because I saw the sign right at 5th Street and 109. There's a sign that says reality house, go that way. Hmm. So I guess it's still there. Hmm. You know, I really hope there's there's never a moment in this country where people don't get angry at somebody for walking down the street dressed as a Nazi. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this needs to happen every time. There's a, there's a guy named Bryant. He's from uh, Owensburg, Kentucky, who was taking his five-year-old son to trick-or-treat. It was some trick-or-treating event last Thursday night. And uh, Bryant decided to dress as a Nazi officer and dress up his son as Hitler. 
And he said it was because he and his family, quote, love history and often dress the part of historical figures. Cool. Okay. Dresses a dinosaur. <laughs> At the event, he put, a, he put an angry post up on Facebook, kind of complaining about how badly treating, uh, people were treating him and his son. He was shocked. <laughs> quote, tonight, grown adults threatened a child over his costume. Threatened his mom and dad as well. First, it's none of your business. Second, how dare you? We had the displeasure of dealing with the fruits of the so-called tolerant left. The next day after a post on Reddit about his costume and his outrage went viral, he wound up apologizing. Quote, I think it was in bad taste for me to let my child wear that. Hmm. Probably for me to wear that. It didn't occur to me. It didn't be a, a, lo a little brighter. Wow. Oh, that's so interesting, dummy. <laughs> didn't occur no, to me. Wow. No idea. Man. Now, granted, five-year-old kids shouldn't be getting yelled at if somebody did yell at him for real. Just go straight to the to the parents with this one. Well, oh, look how cute little Hitler is. <laughs> it's not like the five-year-old went to dad and said, hey, got a great idea for a costume. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with me. Yeah. Little Hitler, yes. I'm pretty sure uh, when this guy was picturing having a threesome, this isn't how it went for him, like in his mind. But he's a 31-year-old guy named Stephen Norton. He's from uh, South Carolina. Last week, he and another guy were having a threesome with a 26-year-old uh, chick named Cameo. Well, Cameo was high on meth and heroin and started to pass out. And at one point, Stephen tried to end the threesome and asked her to leave. And that made, that made her so mad that she tried to bite off his... Oh, no, oh, junk. Ear, ear. Oh, junk. Oh, boy. Oh, his no, junk. Okay, there's that. That can't be. Mm -hmm. Nope. Tried to bite off his junk. What a horrible threesome partner. First you pass out, then you try to bite my junk? Mm-hmm. You ain't getting an invite to the next one. And the cops came and Cameo, quote, <laughs> barked, cameo. growled, and hissed at him. And they wind up having a taser so they could take her to the hospital. She seems nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Next stop, mom's place. I'm going to introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen went to a different hospital to get treatment for his junk. So far, the cops have not arrested Cameo, but uh, she could be facing aggravated assault charges. Damn. And oh, finally. There's pictures of her, too. Yeah. Yeah, there she is. You want to put it on the screen for the fellas to see? Yep. Hopefully she brushed her teeth. Huh. Yeah, there she is. She doesn't look like the kind of woman that would do that. No, we don't know all the details. She looks like somebody we know, though. Sure does. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not the only one that no. thinks that. She looks like one of our old interns. Yes, she does. Oh. Wow, she does. She does. Yes, she does. And finally, do you guys know what the uh, Magna Carta is? That's the big shopping cart, right? No. <laughs> no. You're close. <laughs> That's the win. That's the win for the week. Jeff, you're done for the rest of October. And it's only yeah. Monday. Yeah, rest of October. <laughs> it's interesting seeing how your brain works. Like you heard the word Carta. The Magna Carta is one of the most important documents in the, in the history of, uh, of, of mankind. Oh, it basically, you know, set uh, set the law, like, you know, um, guarantees the rights of individuals. So it was signed back by, you know, I think in, in, in the 1200s, 
Well, anyway, it, it's it's very famous. Look it up. The Magna Carta. I've heard of it. I just wouldn't have been able to tell you exactly what Exa- it is. I knew it was an important document. Yeah, yeah I could have right. told you that. Yeah, exactly. It guarantees the rights of individuals, the right to justice, and, and to, to, to the right of a fair trial. And it's still around, the Magna Carta. And a 45-year-old guy has been arrested for trying to steal it from the Salisbury Cathedral in England. On Thursday afternoon, somebody attempted to break the glass box holding this sacred legal document, which was issued by King John back in 1215. Alarm sounded, and the heist was ultimately unsuccessful with the document remaining intact. And the thief, who hasn't been charged or or named, was uh, booked on suspicion of attempted theft, possession of a weapon, and criminal damage. I'm just wondering, what the hell are you going to do with this thing? It's not like you could sell it. That's what I was waiting to ask. It's one of those things that you're going to steal something, and what can you do with it? Nothing. Hold it hostage? Well, I guess so. Ransom? Hmm. And that is your news. Here's sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Tones, what do you got? Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shots. Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations. All the games all the time. The Boston Red Sox are World Series champions for the fourth time in 15 years after they beat the Dodgers 5-1 to last night to win the series four games to one. From the top on down, here comes a 1-2 pitch. Red Sox win the World Series. 5-1 to the final tonight. Yes. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Yeah. So David, no real surprises. David Price, uh, he only allowed two more hits after David Freeze's home run. Uh, and then he struck out. A ton of batters. It was absolutely an amazing pitching performance from David Price. And then he was replaced by former Cardinal Joe Kelly, who struck out three straight pinch hitters. And then Chris Sale struck out another three Dodgers in the ninth for the win. Mm -hmm. Steve Pierce hit a two-run homer for the Red Sox in the first inning. Also blasted a home run in the eighth. Solo homers from Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez. Pierce also hit a home run in game four and was named the World Series MVP. All right, Steve Pierce, here he is. We saw some great performances in the World Series. None better than that is Steve Pierce. Three home runs, eight RBI in just five games. It's my pleasure to present to you the Willie Mays World Series Most Valuable Player Trophy presented by Chevrolet. Congratulations, Steve. Pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, that dude had a hell of a series. Boy, what 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 uh, what night did they go? 19 innings. The night before. That was sa- Saturday or Sunday. Oh, 18 night. innings. Yeah. Or Saturday night. Saturday yeah. night. 18 out. 18 right? innings. No, yes. Friday night. It was Friday night. Because on the way home, our buddy Ryan from Richard Live texted me and said, "Well, this game is still going on." Yeah. Yep. Uh, You you know what? If you're done with baseball, I would just like to say congratulations to David Freeze, and we were all rooting for him. But, man, Joe Kelly winning a World Series is pretty awesome. If it's not Freeze, I'm glad him. Uh, Alex Cora became only the fifth rookie manager to win the World Series and the first manager from Puerto Rico to win the championship. Uh, So now, for the Red Sox, they celebrate. For Clayton Kershaw, the clock is ticking. He has three days to decide what he wants to do. He can either stick with his current contract situation, which is two more years and $70 million, or he can opt out and head to free agency. It's also possible that he could opt out and then re-sign a bigger, better deal with the Dodgers. Another big name that could be leaving the Dodgers, Manny Machado. He could bounce during this offseason as well. So, And those are two massive parts. So getting two years, $70 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He can get more, see. though. I mean, let me Kenny, I mean, yep. I think he can. 
Uh, Blues took it to the Blackhawks on Saturday, picking up the 7-3 win. It was mostly all good news for the Blues, except for the fact that Jake Allen got injured in the second and did not return. You Zach's- know, I, I watched it. Uh, it didn't look that terrible of a... Oh, yeah. It really did. didn't. Oh, I thought it did. I mean, I, I watched it. His I, neck snapped back, and he went I out. Did you? I watched it like 15 I never times. Saw I next, never saw any neck snapper. I really didn't. I'm not the eyes, it's not a bad injury. It didn't look as bad as the guys on TV were like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I thought it looked I thought it looked horrible, and he had no idea where he was when he was helped off the ice. No idea. I didn't see him hit his head. I thought it was a shoulder at first. I did, too. Same thing. I'm watching it right now. I don't really see. I see a shoulder. You don't well, see listen, his, Tony, knee, his knee? Tony's right. I mean, I don't know. What the hell is wrong with you today? <laughs> you, too, are like the only two who have not said that it was a horrendous injury. They I'm went, telling you, I watched it. They showed it. the replay ten times I'm on the screen, and the entire crowd went, a horrendous Whoa. injury. I'm saying it, it didn't look brutal. I'm sure it was horrible. I'm just saying. What's wrong with me today? I can't. I can't have a. That's like the third time you've. That's like the third time you've got. Oh, he's right, and and it's the third time I have been correct, which I appreciate that. I. You can't tell me what I saw. I saw it. I was watching it. I watched it on TV. Saw it happen. Saw the replays. That's what I saw. It did to me. It did not look. Jeff is going to back me up on this too. Yeah, I'm watching it right now. His, his head moves, but it's not like it goes way back and then comes way forward. I do agree with him a little bit. I, I'm just. I don't know. Tony's right. For the love That's of four, Christ. Four times, by the way. Blues are off until Thursday. They play the Knights at Why Enterprise have to bring Center. Christ into this. Tony? A lot of speed, because though. It's annoying. So. I mean, he got hit hard. Annoying. Yeah. So let's talk about NFL picks. No. Let's keep talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime anybody disagrees with you, Riz, it's always, they're right, they're right, you must be right. I have two other people saying the same exact That's thing. That's fine, Riz. That's fine. Thing, I, see, I, see what, I see what they're saying. For the most part, I don't, though, just for the record. <laughs> what? Stop. Now you, for now money you just went wishy-washy. No, I didn't. Now you just went wishy-washy. How are you guys turning this on me? Get on with it or don't. It's easier that way. <laughs> it's easier that way. Go ahead, next. Do you want to talk about <laughs> NFL picks? With you? No. <laughs> Come on, man. Go ahead. Papers. I'll give you the picks. All right, go. But just give me the wins. Everybody had the uh, Texans going into... Uh, yes. Going into so, the thing. Okay, what about uh, Eagles-Jaguars? Eagles. Uh, the Jaguars, I fell into that trap. This is the, I finally picked the Eagles. I was going to say, this is the first time that, that I and I were like, screw you, Jags. And I know. Uh, I should have done that. Broncos, Chiefs. Chefs. Oh, Chiefs. I went Chiefs All there. Right. Steelers, Browns. Steelers. 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 Right. Redskins, Giants. Redskins. Seahawks, Lions. Seahawks. Lions. All right, the Seahawks Lions. there. The Seahawks won. Damn it. Uh, Buccaneers, Bengals. 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 Jets, Bears. 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 Bears won. Ravens, Panthers. Panthers. I went Cats. Panthers won. Colts Raiders. Colts. Raiders. Colts won. Colts. 49ers Cardinals. Very close game. 49ers. Cardinals for me. Cardinals. That's a win. Rams Packers went down to the end. Rams. 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 Rams okay. And uh, Saints Vikings. Saints. Saints. Yeah, I got the Vikings there. They lost. Yes. So yes. Uh, I got 12 correct. There was a lot of so correct. There was a lot of yeses there. Riz, correct. You did have twelve. That's right. Burton, you had twelve. Moon, you had twelve. All right. Our good friend Anthony Stalter had eleven correct. Oh, oh boy. No. <laughs> King Scott also had eleven correct. Uh oh. 
and it comes down to myself and Donnie tonight. We each got 10 correct, and we both have the Patriots going mm. tonight. Oh, man. So, How so many points do you have? Yeah, do we want to I have that? 46. Well, that's a high-scoring game for the, for the Bills. Uh, I, it's the Patriots, though, who can just run all over the Bills. Can. But I got a feeling because of that huge uh, weight <sighs> difference there, the Bills actually may fight a little bit. I don't know. Good luck, Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> don't you think it's always those games that are supposed to be blowouts? That end up being kind of like impressive from the underdogs. Good luck, Donnie. It's the Bills. Hey, good luck, Patrico. I love you, man. I love you too, Donnie. I'm just getting beat to hell today. Neither of you shot. No, just right now. Just just right now. Um, So a couple things from the NFL this weekend. Uh, How about Ryan Fitzpatrick? I mean, coming in, I mean, James Winston throws four interceptions. They bench him. They put in Ryan Fitzpatrick, who almost comes back and wins the game, unfortunately, a little too late as the Bengals got the win there. And how about Todd Gurley, who people are going crazy because of fantasy football and the Vegas odds makers were actually going crazy because he didn't score when he could have clearly scored. But he took a knee at the five-yard line. And in turn, that let the Rams keep the ball, run out the clock. Smart football. When he was asked after the game, hey, what do you what do you say to all these people? He's fantasy football. I play football for my team. Colts kicker Adam Vinatieri entered Sunday's game against the Raiders just four points behind Morton Anderson's all-time points record of 2,544 points. After tying that record in the first quarter with a field goal and an extra point, he hit a 25-yard field goal near the end of the first half to break the record. So he's the new holder there. And finally, Mizzou this weekend. People are saying this could be the worst loss in Mizzou sports history. They were up 14-9 to with zero time left on the clock. After a heartbreaking pass interference call, the Wildcats had the ability to run one more play with zero seconds on the clock, and that's all she wrote. They threw a touchdown pass. Game over with, again, zero seconds on the clock. Saturday, Mizzou takes on Vanderbilt in Columbia. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show headline whoosh. Brought to you by 123mortgage.com, 314-862-0123, Division and then NMLS number 237341. You know, I'll tell you what makes the story uh, so hooge. It's not what the guy did, it's the description of this guy. So this happened uh, somewhere in the sky between Houston, Texas and Albuquerque. 49-year-old Bruce Michael Alexander. And also this guy's from Tampa. So He's accused of groping a woman on a Southwest Airlines flight last Sunday. So according to a criminal complaint, he grabbed the right breast of a woman who was sitting in the row in front of him. She said that she dozed off after getting on the plane, and within 20 minutes, she felt a movement on the right side of her sweater. She assumed it was an accident. And about 30 minutes later, she felt fingers slowly grab the back of her arm, squeezing above the elbow. Then slowly, and her words attentively, grope her right side, again, at at and around the ribs and the bra line. Here it is. The hand, quote, had thick fingers, were hairy, and had dirty fingernails. After that second time, she turned around, told uh, Bruce to screw off, and asked a crew member to reseat her. When Bruce was arrested on a federal charge of abusive sexual contact, he told police that the President of the United States says it's okay to grab women by their private parts. Bruce is like, Bruce is looking at convicted. So there you go from, uh, well, somewhere between Albuquerque and Houston, Bruce Michael Alexander, you are today's Headline Hooge.
thank everybody for coming out to Rich Show Live on Friday. So my name's Scott. I think Scott is trying to sober up still. He's, he's going through his Rolodex in his head trying to figure out who that yeah, was. Man, he I guess he was with. making oh, out yeah. with a chick on Friday night. I want to know who it was. There's some random chick, too. So deceived. Hey, you still have no idea who you were making out with on, uh, on Friday night? No, I told you guys. I know who it is. Oh, you do? Yeah. Did you get her number? No, Snapchat, though. Oh, is that just as good at getting a number? I think so. She kept asking for my number, and I'm like, I'll give you my Snapchat. Is that as good now as getting a number, just like a social media thing? I would think, yeah. yeah. I mean, like Snapchat, though? Like, yeah. I think an add me on Facebook thing is pretty much, hey, let me get your number. Yeah, because you could communicate back and forth. Snapchat, yeah. though. Snapchat, that seems like it'd be more of a teen thing to give information back and forth, but I guess not. I mean, coming from somebody who has two teenage daughters, I've heard them before say, yeah, I'm talking to this boy. Oh, did you get his number? No, he gave me Snapchat. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a smart way. I, at least I think so. I don't want to just hand it out like candy. You know? it's, it's, <laughs> See, I hand my number you out earn, with, with candy. You got to earn the number. Yeah, yeah. I always go, here's some candy and my number. You got to earn that phone number. Yeah, you do. <laughs> You're not easy. You ain't no whore. Amen. You got it. <laughs> Snapchat, though, is that just do you send nudes and they disappear? Is that the only reason I for it? I hope so. No, I mean, it. Why well, you got a clown face? Because there's like those filters. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah, but the Instagram's got the same thing. Yeah, I mean, so this is why I don't understand. What is the difference between Snapchat and Instagram? There, there's really, there's really not. I mean, with with Snapchat, just the Instagram, one thing that Facebook. Like the pictures disappear. Yeah, but on Instagram, you could set it up to do the same thing though. There's 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 timed photos on there as well. So how do these things coexist? I don't know. I don't know. And the integration between like Snapchat and Facebook and and Instagram, they're all like in some way or another related too, as far as mm. like the companies that own them. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, onward and upward, huh, Scott? That's right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time, fun fact. Well, I think you may be onto something here, Scott, because, you know, with your whole virginity thing. <laughs> because there is some new research, and it's from the Institute of Family Studies. And they found that people most likely to report having a, quote, very happy marriage are those who have only had sex with their spouse. All right. I'll be a test for this. We'll see. So, I mean, you're hoping to get married one day. Find yeah. The, find the right lady. So, again, I'll say that again. They find that people most likely to report having a, quote, very happy marriage are those who have only had sex with their spouse. So that means going into the marriage, just them two. That's it. Now, on the flip side, women who have sex or who have had six to ten lifetime sexual partners reported the lowest rates of marital satisfaction. Men also experience a marital satisfaction dip when they've had more than one sex partner, but it's not as severe. Now, a senior fellow at the Institute says contrary to conventional wisdom, when it comes to sex, less experience is better, at least for the marriage. Having more partners prior to marriage 
could make you critically evaluate your spouse in light of previous partners, both sexually and otherwise. So the more previous partners you have, the more people you're comparing your spouse right. to. So therefore, you may find right. more negative. Mm -hmm. What if you had six partners before marriage, but they're all at one time, just to get it out of the way? <laughs> and they were all terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get what they're saying. Yeah. So you're the case study. All right. Hope everything works out. Thank you. Luck. You we'll have be a very happy marriage coming up at some point. Yeah, I can't wait. If she's rich <laughs> enough, this will be great. It'll be perfect. <laughs> now, everything you've 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 ever heard about dating tells you not to get stuck in the friend zone, because the other person will never see you as anything other than a buddy. But what if that's wrong? A team of psychologists from Northwestern University, Illinois, just did a study and found that if you want to date someone hotter than you, you should become friends with them first. They found that couples whose level of attractiveness had started dating an average of a month after they met. Couples that were more mismatched in attractiveness had usually known each other much longer. Yeah, because the... The dude has to, as long as the dude's willing to sit in there and endure watching this gal run around with the whole town and then go, well, you know what? Maybe you're worth a shot. 60. Yeah. I will say this. Attractive ladies, you and I are already really good friends, okay? So this yeah. is, <laughs> we're already homies. <laughs> From a distance for a long time. Yeah. Okay. Where do you factor in the friend zone then? Because remember, uh, you always talk about, hey, you're going to get trapped in the friend zone. Once you become the friend, then that is where you are placed for life. Or it's up to you to get out of there. But I mean, if it was that easy, the friend zone would never even exist. The theory is pretty simple. Even if your looks don't blow somebody away at first, once they become friends with you and get to know you personally, they could still find themselves attracted to you. Of course, there's no guarantee your super hot friends will eventually want to date you. I'm just saying it's the best chance you've got. Throw those science at them. Right. Like I said, in that friend zone, you're going to you're gonna have to endure. Has anybody had any uh, real sexual injuries before? Like, have you gotten injured during sex? No. No. Nah. Uh, you know, with the occasional no. cramp. Thank goodness for airbags. <laughs> right? <laughs> you always got to stretch out before. You know that. Yep. You got to stretch out before, drink fluids, Put some hydrate. padding. Uh-huh. Think, like, getting seriously injured during sex is a real badge of honor? Oh, like, uh... Yeah, it means like, you're doing it wrong. Like scratches and things? Like yeah. showing a scar? No, if you get hurt nah. during it, that means you did something wrong. Nah, or, I disagree there. That depends on your scene. Well, that is very true if you're talking about really messed up stuff. It also depends on on what kind of injury you have. Yeah. It's always safer to run into base than slide in. Mm. Like like you know, you like you're working so hard that you lost all control and boom, you know, broken junk. I don't know. Hi. Oh, ouch. Hi. According to a new survey, one out of six people say they've suffered a legit injury while they were getting it on. And that includes the 2% of people who got hurt so badly they had to get medical help. And you want to know the eight most common type of injuries? I bet you I know. Prepare to wince and instinctively cover your groin when you hear about some of these. But. <laughs> a, good, a good friend of mine, uh, this is like 10 plus years old, was out. Like had to sit on the bench for a number of months because he was on a chair. Uh huh. And there was... 
up and down involved, and it broke. Oh, so, oh. so fractured penis. Yep, fractured. fractured penis. That's number two. Full on broke. Huh. Said it. In, I mean, it, it, oh, I thought you meant the chair broke. <laughs> you mean the paint? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant the chair broke too. No, no, no I got gotcha. you. He, he was on the chair. I he thought broke. you meant the chair broke and like oh, splintered no, his butt. Yeah. No, 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 he nope, broke. Nope, she was aggressive. And- mm. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if you get these. All together, eight most common injuries. <laughs> this, I don't know if these are in any order, but. All of us are holding ourselves. All of us are holding ourselves. Go ahead. Let's go. Come on. Let's start spitting these out. Uh, uh, I mean, I know you said besides cramping, is cramping on there? Cramp. Did you? What did you say? Pulled muscle. Pulled muscle. Yes. Pulled muscle. Oh, we all we all have a friend that uh, uh, twisted her knee. I mean, like legitimately damaged. Like ACL, like tore ACL. Um, I don't know if she tore ACL, but I mean, she was, she had to wear a brace and make because up a story for a number of months. <laughs> Who was that? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> I know uh, they say knocking the bottom out of it, but is there like uh, some sort of rear injuries? Uh, oh, do you mean rear? Well, like you're I mean, about, like, you know, accidents. Not accidents, like you know, I mean, like literally damaging, like a tailbone or something uh, like I that. Know. I don't know if I'm gonna get that to you. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, she like tore tendons and muscles and stuff. So is it another, I was close. I, I mean, we'll, I, mean we'll I was close. under pulled muscles. Oh, how, okay, about a, okay. how about a chipped tooth? <laughs> no. We also yeah. know someone. Rugburn, Rugburn. Me either. Rugburn, yeah. What about Rugburn. heart attack or stroke? No. Nope. We know someone had a stroke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. We have a relative that's. No. Got that story. No. I figured heart attack would be on that. No. Um, this is tougher than I thought it would be. Um, head injuries. Mm. No. Okay. Oh boy, I don't even know how to say this. I'm gonna say the word. What about what about uh, magic act? At magic act that goes wrong. You mean uh, I'm gonna boy. make this I'm gonna make this disappear, but missing I forget to make objects? it reappear. Are you saying missing objects inside lady parts? Oh, oh yeah, that's kind of yeah, what I was alluding is. to. You always okay. have to do inventory. I'm gonna say this word, and I'm not happy about it. Tearing. That's number one. Uh, as it should be. <laughs> My goodness. This all sounds great. Let's just go move on. Uh, there's also uh, the UTIs. Mm-hmm. Sex is wonderful. Urinary Scott. tract infection. Uh, uh, when you try to introduce food into bed, there's food irritation. So that's on the list. And these are the most common sex injuries. Uh, back injuries. I mean, just throwing your back out. That's that's on that's, the list. That 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 happens after you knock the bottom out of it. Jeez. Vaginal tears, fractured penis, carpet burn, missing <laughs> objects. Back injuries, pulled muscles, food irritations, and urinary tract infections. All great band Sounds names. Great. You ever Come had a, on, back injuries. You ever had a Charlie horse? And, and like, try oh, yeah. to power through and then just gone, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Just, just hold on. Hang on. I got to yeah. stretch. Wait, wait, you do yeah, the walk? Yours. You do the walk? Of course. <laughs> now, sex injuries can happen anywhere. I would say if you're going to an exotic location, not just a bedroom... I mean, you're more apt to get into some kind of weird position where it could potentially cause some kind of damage. Anyone can have sex in the bedroom. You know, let's see you, uh, you bend and twist your body enough to do it in a closet or on some stairs, huh? Mm-hmm. So a new survey asked couples where they've gotten it on in the house besides the bedroom. And here are the results. Living room, Everybody? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, 90% of us have done it there. Bathroom? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 83% of us. The guest bedroom? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, 65%. The kitchen? Mm-hmm. 
Not, many, in our, not in our current house. Yeah, too many windows and doors. Is neighbor's house on there? Mm, no. You no. haven't done it, Scott. Uh, 58% of us have done it in the kitchen. Uh, basement, 42%. Mm-hmm. Dining room, mm-hmm. 39%. The home gym. Is that a home gym? 39% of us. My, my neighbor, there. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> On the stairs, 35% mm-hmm. of us have. The laundry room, 33%. Mm-hmm. The garage. Anybody in the g- garage? Oh, yeah. Current house. The garage. Yes. Okay. 27%. The backyard. Mm-mm. Yeah, everybody? Okay. Scott's a no for all these, by the way. <laughs> Uh, is the deck included on that? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a backyard, included. 25%. All right. The closet? Mm-hmm. Mm, no. 19%. The kids' room? With a partner, right? <laughs> uh, He's not kidding. Wow. Um, by the way, closet, are you talking walking closet? Any closet. Yeah. Because I can't imagine one of like the standard closets where you slide the door. Yeah, not a coat closet. <laughs> no, no, <yes. laughs> a little pocket closet. Twelve percent of have, have done it in the uh, in the kids' room. By the way, I'm assuming that's a yes for Moon because I didn't hear a no. You didn't hear a no from anybody. Oh, I said no. A closet? I said no. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh-uh. I don't have any closets. Big kids' room? room? Uh, right outside it. Okay. <laughs> the attic? The attic? No. 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 Okay. Eleven percent have done it in the attic. Uh, what about the front yard? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Our front yard, yes, but not mine. Eight percent have done it in the front yard. Uh, the survey also found that parents are more likely to do it in the bathroom, in the guest bedroom, and couples without kids are more likely to uh, do it in the living room or kitchen. And couples who do get it on outside the bedroom have sex almost twice as often as couples who don't. So there's that. I've never done any uh, online dating, but I know I know uh, King Scott has done yeah some uh, Tinder hunting. Mm-hmm. And a new survey found 33% of women and 20% of men edit their photos before they put them on Tinder or Match or any other dating sites. And believe it or not, most people don't have a problem with it. As long as the editing is reasonable. 71% of women, 65, uh, 65% of men say they're okay with little tweaks like uh, somebody removing blemishes or, you know, whitening their teeth. But 98% of women and 91% of men say it is a real problem if you make major edits like reshaping your face or your body. And 27% of women and 47% of men say they've gone on a date with somebody they met through online dating who didn't look like anything, which their photo showed. Wow. I know every girl was disappointed whenever they didn't see Patrika walk in and it was me. I kept using his mm. pictures, yeah. Mm. <laughs> like, as do I. All you just gotta say is that weight loss is really kicking. It's really mm. working. <laughs> yeah. I think we may have discussed this before, but paying for dates, who pays? Is this the man always pays? In my mind, yes. Does the man always pay? Are we going Dutch? What are we doing? You can do what you want, but... I would never take somebody out on a date and not pay myself. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. Now, what if what if the other person asked you out on a date? Does that matter to you? So you're saying, like, the female comes up to you and says, hey, uh, I, you know, I'm very attracted to you. I'd like to take you out for some coffee. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I still would do that. And honestly, I don't think I would do it because of a gender role obligation. I, I really don't see it that way. I just want to be as polite as I can. Even if they even if they say to you, like, I would like to take you out. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand the, the wording there, but I mean, I just see that as an invitation. And yeah. if I'm accepting an invitation, then I would it's something I would invite her to anyway. Yeah, I've noticed a lot lately, though, and going on these dates, a lot of times they will fight almost to pay at least something on it. It's yeah. pretty wild. And I've had this, too, where you sneak out or you go to the bathroom for a second, you come back, and you're waiting for the tab. Like later on, and they never bring it. And you're like, because they've already been paid. Well, yeah, they already put the card over there, waiting for the uh, end. You're like, what the heck? Sneaky. Yeah. yeah. Well, now you start cussing like that. Yeah. What the? And they leave Dang, instantly. What is the that, is like, that? Okay, you can pay now. You're weird. Is that a strategy to then make sure that there's a second date that you can pay for to make that it was, even? That, that was going to be my oh, point. Man. Was if you go out on a date and she asked you out, and at the end of the date, if she insists on paying and you want to do another date, yeah, let her pay and go. Hey. Now we got to do it again, so next time I'll pay. You know, that yeah. sort of thing. Turn that into a line. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, Scott. Write that down. Mm. Okay. So uh, there was a survey, and, and they asked uh, about who should pay for dates. And 70% of men said they should always pay for the date, even if it went badly. 48% of women always expect men to pay. So almost half of women expect men to pay. Now... What are the percentages of people who think that women should always pay for a date? Zero percent of women think women should always pay for the date. <laughs> well, that's odd. And only one percent of men. And that, that's always. Always. Yeah, no. And how much should a first date cost? Hmm. After coupons. I feel like these, these days people call a first date. Anything like coffee, it's gotten a lot cheaper. Like between back in the 45 day, and but they say between 45 and 80 dollars. Yeah, but I mean, you hear about you know, like, uh, oh, he proposed to me where he took me for our first date, and it was like some badass dinner place. That was like the standard, at least from my childhood and my expectations and growing up. Now, a first mm -hmm. date is like, let's grab coffee and maybe a movie. Men are on the higher end, they say the first date should cost between 45 and 80 dollars. Women say between 30 and 45. Yeah, it's become much more cash. Both men and women say the first ideal date or the ideal first date is to go out for drinks. Dinner is the second best option and coffee's third. So drinks, dinner, coffee. And then straight to the straight to the chapel, chapel. To, the, chapel. to the closet. Yeah. <laughs> to have sex in the closet. Or, you know, straight to the internet to buy this. And now, the Roger Ebert of Dildos. Here's Patrico with another Rizzuto Show sex toy review. All right, what do we got? This thing is called the Prince Charming, and it looks like uh, this should be in a horror movie. This is, I mean... It's, it's, tough, to, it's you, tough to see on the printout you gave me what this actually is. Please don't is. tell me that this... Hold on. Is that a frog? No, this is this is that no. It doesn't Jeff. go there. This is something that um, uh, you would you, like. You're sitting on that chair right now. Yeah, that's kind of what I meant. Yep, I, I just didn't describe. So it I said I would yet. sit on this. Oh boy, your words, not mine. Yes. Here, I'll pull up a, a bigger picture of it. Oh, that's oh, way okay. too big. That's, oh my! Oh, oh, oh how wow, do you do that? Wow, look at yep. That. 
This is not for a novice. That's a, that's a sculpture. But, but, there, but it is. But it is. And I'll explain. It's cool. It has STDs on it. So the price, yeah, it does, it does kind of look like it. The price it's of this thing, bumps. $134. Oh, Average review comes uh, four out of five stars. The review here uh, comes from an unknown source, and they gave it five stars. They say the fact that this comes in small, medium, and large is the greatest. Full disclosure, that on the screen is the large. Okay. Uh, they say I started with the small. It was nice, but it didn't do the job. I purchased the medium, and that seems to be right where I need to live. I would love to eventually get up to the large, but that just seems like a daunting task right now. The ribs, bumps, and thickness got time are, to work all, their way up there? are all spectacular. I do enjoy how it seems the creators took into account the fact that there isn't just bumps and grooves for show. They all serve a purpose. My boyfriend and I share this toy, and both of us can't get enough. If you are gay, bi, straight, or curious, I highly recommend this toy. Mm, what about for Catholics? <laughs> it almost looks like something that would be on an altar. Oh, look at that! What? Oh, it's all three sizes. The whole family. Gotta say, the small ain't small. No, I don't understand what the shape of it. It looks like a. I mean, it looks like oh, a. Oh, I got it! I finally it's got a it. Frog. It's a frog, Prince Charming. It's a frog. That's the back of the frog. Oh, it's a frog sitting on a log. Yeah. I finally in a bog. I finally wow. You see that, Scott? Yeah, it's cute. Frogs are cute. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, so it doesn't even, I guess this guy was wrong. The sizes are medium, XL, and double XL. Yeah. But there's small, that's small, medium, large, but that's how they. Yeah, that's no surprise. Are there there different price points? No, there's not different price points, but there's different measurements. How much is. Oh, boy, if you get that double XL, you need to go see a doctor. Let's say, how much is the Kermit? (laughs) All right, that's the Prince Charming. 135 bucks. You want to know what the double XL circumference is? Sure. 15 inches. Oh my God. <laughs> Get out of here. That's the circumference. Oh, I kid you not. Wow. Oh, that how long do you recover from something like that? Wow. Crap on celebrities. All right. Welcome back. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Kanye West, well, let me back up and say, you guys know what, if I say Brexit, you know what that is, right? Yeah, it's a, uh, England uh, you know, uh, exiting the European Union. Okay, so keeping that in mind, Kanye has uh, really gone all in on the uh, his new his new politics Situation. He has even designed a line of clothing to encourage black people to leave the Democratic Party, and it's called Blexit, ah. which is the, obviously, yes. it's a black exit, yes. play on Brexit, that sort of thing. Beva. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. His Blexit shirts and hats debuted this weekend at the Young Black Leadership Summit, meeting organized by a black conservative commentator, that Candace Owens, and she told the crowd, it is a renaissance, and I am blessed to say that this logo, these colors, were created by my dear friend and fellow superhero, Kanye West. So somebody's calling him a superhero now. Mm. It's fantastic. Besides another him. another title for him. Yeah. Uh, Sinead O'Connor, speaking of different titles. How's she doing? She's changing her name. And she got a new religion, too. She has announced on Twitter that she has converted to Islam. Quote, this is to announce that I am proud to have become a Muslim. She said her new faith, quote, is the natural conclusion of any intelligent theologian's journey. All scripture leads to Islam. Well, I mean, that's a woman who needs some some definite help. Who's that? Sinead O'Connor. No, it's not. It's it's a shuhada. 
So Shuhada is somebody that I, you know what Sinead needed help. I guess Shunada does not. Shuhada is absolutely Shuhada, she is absolutely fine. You know what though? If she finds it in religion and that's something that that's she can saying, connect to, her. then then yeah. go for it. As long as she is feeling better. She was suicidal and yeah. Thought, all sorts of issues. She thought her entire family, including her children, were after her, all that stuff. So uh fans very upset. Reports surface that Johnny Depp has been uh, thrown out, axed from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise because of personal reasons and financial issues and all that stuff. And is it confirmed? Yeah, it's been confirmed by the scriptwriter because they're doing a full-on reboot of without Car- him. Yeah, without him and and starting all over and everything. It's been 15 years since that first one. And uh, the scriptwriter again, Stuart Beatty, says, "quote I think he's had a great run. Obviously, he's made that character his own, and it's become the character he's most famous for now." And again, they're create reported creating a reboot of the movies and fans are not digging the idea of anybody besides Johnny Depp no. being this guy. You know, it's crazy first about thought, it is. My first thought is uh, 007. There's been a million different 007s. It's going to be okay. Yeah, but there wasn't Maybe. also five 007s back to back to back to back to back. Understand. What, what I think they need to do is if they want to reboot the series, great. They can reboot the series with a different character. Yeah, it was the same. They don't have to have it be Captain Jack Sparrow. You could have it be you know. Captain Ron Sparrow. First mate. Brother. First mate. You know, Jimmy Bluebird, go for it. Yeah, that'd be, uh, that's interesting because Disney. Upgrade, I mean, yeah. listen, Disney has the the rides based on that yeah. with his character. Just for going in there every couple months. Have you ever been on that ride in Disneyland? Yeah. So you know, at the end when you see him, He's or you in see a chair. him a sitting bunch in the of times. Chair, yeah. But yeah, did you know he he goes in there yeah. all the time, like a couple times a year, yeah, and man. sits in that chair and then like comes up and like gives Surprises. a drink to, to people. Yeah, wow, that's pretty cool. Like I mean, I've seen him full on dress go to like schools and stuff before. On, the, cool. the saddest thing about this is how many movies did they do? Five, Five or six. six? Yeah. I think Johnny Depp almost has nothing to show for it. Yeah, monetarily wise, monetarily speaking, yeah. His teeth He's are all red from the wine. But. Oh, oh! I, th- I thought I thought you meant he didn't get anything. So the millions of dollars he made off that millions of yeah. millions. Somebody in the chat room says it has to be Captain Jack, as the entire concept is based off of that character. No, it doesn't though, because guess what? It could be Pirates of the uh, of the Caribbean, something else. You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be based on him. Yeah, and it could be great. I just hope that they don't try to erase or ignore mm. what what's already been done. Bad news for Tom Arnold. You know, lately he has dedicated his life to taking down uh, President Trump and proving everything that there's rumor about. And people don't like the fact that he's doing this in Hollywood. And now, remember when he was at what was in an award show and he says that uh, that uh, Mark Burnett attacked him because mm-hmm. of what he is doing and he went to sue? Well, the L.A. Uh, city attorney has declined to move forward with Tom Arnold's battery claim against the Apprentice producer, Mark Burnett, due to insufficient evidence. So Arnold says that he was assaulted and choked by Burnett at an Emmy party. Witnesses said, I didn't see that happen. In fact, the police say that uh, that Jeff Probst, the Survivor host, testified that Arnold actually went after Burnett first, and the latter was, he was just simply defending himself. So at any rate, Arnold isn't taking the prosecutor's denial at face value and has tweeted, quote, to proceed with a claim against Mark Burnett for assault and battery because he wants to ensure that Burnett is, quote, held accountable for his conduct, even though nobody saw nothing. He seems a little wacky, Tom Arnold. Has he become uh, more unhinged? I think so. Over the past couple of years? Yeah. We had him on the show once. He was very nice. Very nice. Super guy. Super, super guy. He just had a kid, and he seemed to have everything kind of going for him. I wonder if he's trying to find a direction, like, for his career. Like, what know, does Tom always, Arnold do now? They always ask him about Roseanne, and what is he supposed to say? They didn't have a good, 
They didn't have a good ending to their relationship. Right. Right. Uh, Venom and uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home, pretty big, pretty big movies recently, and Sony has agreed to send more Marvel superheroes to the IMAX screens. If you guys enjoy that sort of thing, under this agreement, IMAX will show Spider-Man: Far From Home with Tom Holland. That's a July fifth, twenty nineteen release. The upcoming Men in Black spinoff set for mid June of twenty nineteen. Also, the sequel to Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle out in December. Uh, Iron Man uh, two. Those are all going to be on IMAX. Iron Man. Two was the first Marvel movie to land in IMAX. Yeah, I like the IMAX movies. I don't like the 3D movies though. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. I like. I thought it was cool at first, and then you got to put on the glasses. Yeah, for me it's a bummer because I can't wear my glasses and those glasses at the same time. Does it yeah. work if you just strap them around, or you? Just I mean, it does. It's just uncomfortable goofier, as hell. I like you know? seeing them on the big screen, and I like the 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 the, the sound of the IMAX movies. They got a lot more speakers. Yeah. Uh... I don't need the 3D, though. That's kind of gone by the wayside, hasn't it? The 3D That was thing. a huge thing for a couple of years. And really, uh, are they doing these movies in 3Ds anymore? The last time I saw a movie in 3D was was the latest uh, Despicable Me movie or whatever. I saw that. And, and that, was, that was in 3D. And I honestly, halfway through the movie, I looked at my wife and I went like, this isn't even really worth it. Yeah, like, why? See, oh, my God, that confetti flew right at my it face. It used to be everything in, you know, regular and 3D. I think they're not doing that much anymore. What are mo- what movies are coming out in November? Are there big movies coming out in November? I'll let you know. I'm trying uh, to think what what I'm what I should look forward to. Scott, you talking about the Cohen one? Well, there's the Cohen Brothers film, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Is that on Netflix? I, isn't I it? have. Here you go. Here's a list. Okay. Tivoli is doing a showing. Uh... Here you go. Fantastic Beasts, which I know you're not I'm a not Harry Potter guy. So Ooh, Bohemian cool. Rhapsody. Okay. I, I, you know I'm still I'm still on the fence on that one. Okay, uh, The Grinch, okay, which is the, the, the anime kids, one. I'm sure. Uh, the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. That looks pretty good. That looks kind of cool. Um, the Girls and the Spiderwebs, I don't know that. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, which okay. is the sequel to Wreck-It Ralph. Right. How about this? The New Robin Hood, which looks pretty oh, sweet. Sorry. Also, Creed 2. Yeah, I'll see that. I will definitely go to the theater for that one. Uh, but other than that, that's pretty much it for November. Say new Robin Hood. Yeah. Who who's in that? Um, Robin of Loxley. No, yes, but uh, 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 the dude named uh, what's his name? Uh, Taron Egerton. You know who it is. Jamie oh, Fox is yeah, also yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, I am interested in seeing that. That's an inch. It's going to be. It's very Game of Thronesy looking. Yes. Like Taron Taron Egerton. Egg- Egerton is the uh, main character in Kingsman. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes. That's where he's coming from. What about really December? Good. Show me December. Do you remember okay. the last December. one? Do you remember the last Robin Hood? No. The last, Men in I mean, Tights. It was great. <laughs> no. The last big, Kevin Costner. No. The last big budget one was actually, I think, Russell Crowe and that one cat. Uh, oh, it was just called ball, Robin. The ball guy. Yeah. Interesting take. Um, it's good. It was, it was darker. It, I liked it. I mean, I love that story. I like that vibe. And I like it when they try to twist or, or I mean, do a different take on, on a familiar story. You're going to have a busy December. Okay, here we go. Here's what I'm saying. Aquaman. Ah. Okay. Ah. I do want to see that because I, I like Spider- that. still hasn't come out. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That we'll see. That looks amazing. Bumblebee. That looks pretty good, too. What's okay. that, a spinoff or Transformers? It's, it's, it's the, they're doing origin stories of Transformer movies oh. now. Bumblebee yeah, is the first one. Good. Michael Bay? Uh, I don't know. Uh, also, uh, there is a movie coming out called uh, Mary Poppins Returns. 
What's that about? Where did it's she go? about Mary Poppins Where's and her doing? return. Oh, she comes back. Uh, there's also some movie coming out that's called Destroyer with Nicole Kidman that's getting like uh, just absolutely tremendous reviews, but I know nothing about it. Hmm. Okay. If you are a fan of the Beastie Boys, good news for you. There's an audiobook, massive new 600 page memoir as well. Uh, it's called uh, Beastie Boys Book. Pretty good title. Uh, that's literally what it's called? Yeah. All right. So it says here Beastie Boys Book. Uh, apparently has a great, I mean, long list of amazing uh, people who read the book for you. Uh, let's see, like Will Ferrell, Steve Buscemi, Chloe Savigny, Ben Stiller, Wanda Sykes, Rachel Maddow. So they're the, on the audio yeah. portion of it? John Stewart and a whole bunch more. There's Chuck D, uh, Kim Gordon, 600 Snoop Dogg. pages. Yeah, 600 pages. It's going to be Beastie Boys book is in stores October the 30th. And it's tomorrow. One of the one of the neat things about this is since since the Adam died, Adam Yauch died, they really haven't done anything and they've really stepped away from this whole entity. Well, not only are they doing this, but Mike Dean and Rock are actually gonna be doing some select tour uh dates like to sign books and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there's gonna be no more Beastie cool. Boys music. No, no, they no. They've no. made that abundantly clear. Yeah, which I think that's the uh, there very, will be very, no more music from the Beastie Boys good or decision. touring or yeah. anything. Yeah, and speaking of music, and finally, according to Variety, BMG is about to release a new tribute album for Mark Bolin. And if you don't know Mark Bolin and T-Rex, oh, I do. You know these guys. You know, I know this song at least. Get it on. So anyway, they're going to have a, uh, a, a tribute album, and it's going to have songs from U2, which I believe they're the ones doing that song. Uh, Foo Fighters, Elton John, Joan Jett, Nick Cave, Jane's Addictions, Perry Farrell's going to be on it. Uh, let's see, Kesha, a whole bunch of them. Documentaries also in the works. And as I said, supposedly, from where I got this info, U2's the one who does Bang a Gong. I don't know much about T-Rex or I, Mark Bolin. Me either. I, mean, I, know, I know that song. I know he's got a son uh, from, I believe, a second marriage who tried to do the music thing and just Was it drugs or was out. it suicide that got him? Man, I looked it up today, too. Hey, Riz. December, on Christmas, there's a movie coming out called Vice. Have you heard about this? No. It's the story, the untold story about how... George W. picked Dick Cheney to be his vice president. Tell me who that actor is. You will, oh, yeah. you will not get that it. That plays Dick Cheney? Yep. Ooh, who is that? You will not get this. Dude, is that... For a second, it looks like Jeff Daniels. It is not. I'm telling you, you, you won't get it. Unless you know it, Ooh, you won't get it. I don't know. It. I don't know it. Would you like me to tell me? Or tell you? <laughs> Would you like me to tell myself? Dude, in a way, it looks like James tell Gandolfini. Yourself, but let it's us not know. James He's Gandolfini. Dead. Of course. I let me get there. Uh, when you say it, will I know it? Oh, in a second. Yeah, he's one of these guys that disappears into his roles. Yep, for sure. You ready for this? I'll just say you this. Just give us a hint. I am Jeff- Dick Cheney. Get out oh, of oh, here. That's right. It's, it's Christian it's George, Bale. George oh, yeah. Clooney, yep. Christian Bale. I heard he was playing. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. That's unreal, right? Oh, Steve Carell is Donald gosh, Rumsfeld. That guy's so awesome. Sam Rockwell is George W. Bush. Tyler Perry is Colin Powell. That, Tyler Perry's Colin Powell, huh? Yeah. That is incredible, guys. Sa- Sam Rockwell. Let it go. Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Let it go. Why can't he be George Bush? Um, I'm not sure. I'm I, I don't think that he doesn't he, have the chops. He doesn't have the accent. It's the uh, country accent he couldn't do. 
Uh, your uh, crappy birthdays, C.J. Wallace, that's the son of Notorious B.I.G.'s 22. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, that's Diana Ross's daughter. Andre's wife on Blackish, she's 46. Gabrielle Union, also 46. Winona Ryder, 47. Uh, Dan Castellaneta is 61. He's Homer on The Simpsons. And today's Burton Birthday of the Day, star of Jaws, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. What about Bob and Mr. Holland's opist, Richard Dreyfus is 71 years young. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fan Fantasy meet is Lucky Star. Today's birthday girl's been on her back more than a vampire in a coffin during the day in 117 fine films, including 69 Jump Street, Stress Relief, Not Scary, Just Harry, Volume 4, Heroes of the Orgy, Stepmom Knows Best, and Who Can Forget Her Unforgettable Role in There's No Place Like Mom. Lucky Star is 46 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, we'll do some uh, food news after the break. In fact, Hershey's doing something they haven't done in 10 years. I'll let you know what it is next. And uh, which end of the candy corn is the top? See, these were all questions that I'm even kind of wondering. Never. Hmm. <laughs> Who asked those questions? Is it the fat? Is it the fat yellow part or the narrow white part? Well, well, uh, we'll talk. You about almost next. said the fat bottom part because that's what everybody. <laughs> You're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. Man, I made some good breakfast potatoes yesterday. Yeah? <laughs> Got any left? I, you know, I think so. I'll be about... At my house. So about what do you do with those? Today? Are you doing them for breakfast, or do you throw them in somewhere, incorporate them into dinner tonight? Or no, lunch? I, I had them... I don't know if the kids have maybe had them for breakfast this morning. Gotcha. Too. But, I, you know, yeah, I had some russets at home. So I chopped them up nice and small. I got a skillet, like a cast iron skillet, and I had some peppers from the garden. Nice. Peppers and onions from the garden. And I have, man, I have so much rosemary. Rosemary at the yin-yang. I didn't know you had a yin-yang, first of all. <laughs> but listen, as far as your, your culinary expertise goes, let's see if you can make these kind of dishes, all right? Personally. Okay. Can you make uh, scrambled eggs? Yes. Easily. Mm-hmm. Easily? Let's do it right now. Because there's a survey that asked Americans what foods they know how to make. So scrambled eggs, yes, 63% of people can make them. 37% can't. Hmm. I don't think until probably a couple of weeks ago my wife could. Scrambled eggs, really? Yeah, I mean, she she would know how, but she would destroy them. Yeah, it's the quality of those yeah, she scrambled would, she, eggs. I mean, they, yeah. would be, they would almost be scrambled dust. Oh. <laughs> mm. Because she, cook, my she cooks eggs, the hell out of everything, though. With my scrambled eggs, I go low and slow. Yeah. yeah. With so mine, I almost like them. You got to get the air underneath there. To I go low and slow. Do you like them? Uh, do you like them a little wet, a little sloppy? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, me too. My wife, no way. They got to be almost tight crunchy. as a drum. They got to be almost crunchy. No, I like mine uh, a little moist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so hot. See, the key is you got to pull them. Because they finish cooking right. outside. Right, yeah. Like they, they finish cooking outside. They the continue skillet. to cook once uh-huh. they're on the plate, yeah. Uh, hamburgers, we all make hamburgers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Grilled cheese, everybody can make yep. grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you make mashed potatoes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Ice. Yep. Yeah. 
Mac and cheese? Oh, yeah. Can you make your own mac and cheese? Oh, dude, you have no idea. If I brought in my mac and cheese right now, you guys would be fighting over the last bite. Can you? Ma- when was the last time you made your own mac and cheese? Many years ago. I haven't perfected it. I could do it. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. If I bring in some, would you eat it or no? Not from you. Uh, that's what I figured. <laughs> Steak? Yeah. Yes. Did one last night. All right. Pancakes or waffles? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And can you make a good omelet? Oh, yeah. My dad taught me how to make a, a bomb omelet, dude. Yeah. Real good. It's a bomblet? Yep. Yeah. What about tacos? Oh, yeah. Go back to the pancakes real quick. Is everybody else the first pancake is just a waste? Not necessarily. It seems like to me I mean, that you, when I do them, it's like the first one is almost the tester, and it's I, all misshapen, and it's too thin or too thick. I see where you're coming from, though. you yeah. got to find out what, what your pan's going to do for you today. Yeah. I get that. And I understand where, and, that. And where the batter is from a consistency standpoint. I know? do I do get what he's saying. Now, when you make tacos, do for the meat, Yeah. do you buy the, the seasoning packet? Yes. Uh, it depends. I've been making my own. Oh, really? Yep. I've done that before. It's just too much work, and I can never get it right. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Well, that's too much cumin. Throw it away. Throw it no, all I away." Ha- I, I got it down, and I have it in a little like a container. Oh, really? You yeah. got your own little? Uh... I do. That's, that's oh, is a it good called business spice? I have my own house seasoning, by the way, too. <laughs> you got to be kidding. So me at this. the house, if I just ask for the house seasoning, you, you yeah, know, I, right. yeah, it's a mixture of like salt, pepper, and you know, yeah, other things. I got a mixture. What else? I got a mixture for barbecue. It's a secret. Oh, <laughs> it's a secret. Oh, man, I know my way around the kitchen. <laughs> it calms me. Me too. It calms me. All right, there's only one candy corn debate I know of. Besides the, is it trash? Is it or gross or fun? is it really gross? <laughs> 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 now, there's a, there's a new one here. Which end of the candy corn is the top? Is it the fat yellow part or the narrow white part? I'm going to go narrow white part just following the rule of pizza. You know, I mean, it, it's a slice of pizza. And but is there really? But, but if you think about it, the slice of pizza about, that might be the bottom. The crust, the crust is the is the outside. What do you mean? So on a pizza, if some if I hand you a slice of pizza and I go eat this from the top, you're immediately going to go to the point of the triangle. No, that's the bottom. That's another debate. That's well, wait, that's wait, wait, that's worth worth the discussion. Bottom? Now I'm confused by the terminology. Bottom, the bottom. So like, like the, in, in see, your analogy, me, by the saying, bottom, I'm holding. I'm holding the bottom. There is no bottom. A pizza and a candy corn are two different things. If you want to talk about top and bottom, being the top of a pizza is the cheese, the bottom of the pizza is the crust underneath. You cannot say that for candy corn because it's the same 360. Uh, I guess I see what you're saying. So you're saying if if it's laying on the table, what's the bottom? No, 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 no. He's saying what is the top? Is the top the, the white top is the point? White part, the white tip, or is it the fat yellow part that that, uh, it's, that it's, sits on the bottom? I guess you know my answer. It's the narrow tip. <laughs> All right. Well, so so. All right, so is it the fat yellow part, which is the top? The fat yellow part. Pull up a piece of candy corn okay. on, on the screen. Just so we all get a visual. Right, right, right. Everybody picture pink candy corn in their head right yeah, well, now. Yeah, well, okay, well, think about corn. So if you took a corn kernel out and it for some reason had an elongated point. Look, I'm going to even put it sideways. So. Right. <laughs> that, that, no top, that's, no bottom. That's supposed to be the corn kernel, the, you know, the very end of it. Yeah. So that signifies the, oh, I see what you're saying. The top. Oh, crap. I guess that is the bottom. The white part is the bottom. Yeah. But you eat the bottom. I mean, you eat the top first. So no, there, there, is, sorry, an the bottom there first. is an answer? No, so there is no answer? No, there is no answer. I would say that that's the top, and I don't care what anybody else says. What's the top? The yellow? The white. No, but think about a piece of corn. I know, but that's not candy. But traditionally, when you see a picture of of this, the white is at, top, at the top. Right? Mm-hmm. 
So there's corn, and that was white, and that's the bottom. Oh, because that's what gets pulled oh, out of the man. deal. Yeah, that's interesting. That's what gets pulled out of the deal. So I'd go with the yellow part since if it was a real <laughs> corn kernel, I'd consider that the top. But, you know, you could see the argument for the other, say, for the other side. So you say yellow. You yeah, say yellow. Te- yeah. I think technically speaking, the yellow should It's not be real corn. It's candy. And, and in a triangle, the narrow points the top. I honestly think, I think that if you hand people a piece of this, and, and let's say they've never seen corn, they've never seen candy corn, mm-hmm. you hand this to them, they go, what's the top? They're going to go white. Yeah, yeah. But, but once you, you logically them, go back yeah, and yeah. think about yeah, it, it should be the yellow. to represent corn. Yeah, then they're going to go, oh. You see? What an interesting piece of food. You see? My kids are split halfway down. Half of them hate it, and it's just decoration, and half of them- Only with a handful of peanuts now. That's it. Oh, half of them ask every day, hey, can I have some candy corn? You get two pieces. Candy corn with a handful of peanuts. My and daughter my daughter eats it, and it's, I mean, it's just sugar. I mean, it is. Well, I mean, everything is. Yikes. Uh, and, and finally, uh, Hershey Kisses just announced their first new holiday flavor in 10 years since they created Candy Cane Kisses in 2008, and the flavor is hot cocoa. And really step out there. So how are those that. different than regular chocolate Hershey Kisses? It's going to be hot. What? Nope. They have marshmallow swirls on them. Ooh, oh, okay. All right. And they can hit stores on November 1st because, you know, November 1st is the day when everyone feels like they should be buying a bunch of candy. I have no idea. <laughs> right? That's like a dumb date to do that at. Like, but somebody did some research not... somewhere. So they're just kisses? The hot cocoa kisses? Yep. Oh. Oh, whoa. So this isn't. Look at this picture. This is, it's inside. Whoa, it's marshmallow jammed that. inside. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to try it. I'm willing to try that too. I thought you meant it was like swirls, like actual swirls in there. That's what oh, I, you know what? I thought that. they were dotted like the outside. Yeah, no, like it the is. The wrapper is kind of dotted. Yeah. No, that's, I'm in. That's yeah. good. It says here, oh, it says here that we can order it and it'll arrive on October 31st. We can give me early. We don't need it. We can All wait. Right. Never mind. Did they Cancel still make the mint order. ones? Didn't they make mint? Uh, Hershey kisses, kind of cane ones. Yeah, and where I might just think of the the, the, candy, the, candy, cane ones. the candy cane ones. The candy yeah. cane ones are so good. Oh I yeah, think of the right ones. But Only I one. Think, you know that one. Here, look. You man. can't like have a bunch of those. Didn't they have a white chocolate? Oh yeah. Wait, what is that? The 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 mint one. Yep, those are mints. Oh, hey, mint, dark mint chocolate truffle. filled with mint truffle. Yeah, are those, those new? I have no idea. If those are the ones that I never seen those before. Where are these? I've never seen them. <laughs> Hershey's Kisses, 10-ounce bag. You can order it on Amazon right now for 20 bucks. 20 bucks? That means that, that guess what? If it's 20 bucks, that means that it's old. Mm. 23 grams of sugar. Damn. Who's looking at sugar? I was. You have one. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, that's the one that I'm thinking of. Those are good. You can only have one? You have one. Oh, come Still on. waiting you for Twix to bring one, back cookies you? and cream. You have one Hershey kiss, you're fine. All right. All right, now we'll take our final break of the morning, come back and wrap it up. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, we are done. Donnie Fandango next. Nice to see you, Donnie. Hey, nice to see you. Good morning to you. Hey, Don. Thanks once again for helping us out with the Rizzuto Live event on uh, Friday. I had an absolute... Oh, I hope so. My God, I definitely did. And uh, I drank quite a few beers on Friday night, too, which I also enjoyed. So <laughs> it, was, uh, it was pretty nice all the way around, man. What an experience, huh? It was incredible. 
Like, I could see the, the people on stage that do stand up and things that get the high from the people and want to. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was waiting for you to do like like motivational tapes and CDs and stuff. The way I almost were. wish. Stomping back and forth. I almost wish he had like a, 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 a wild, like a, not a hands free mic, like a Madonna microphone. Yeah. Like, oh. you know, you'd see like uh, one of these motivational speakers. So who's it? Tony Robbins. Tony yeah. Robbins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Banana yeah. hands. Banana hands. I, I couldn't do that though. I, I couldn't wear one of those. Why? Because I could see you using your hands. Yeah, no. If Garth can do it. You and can do it. And not dropping your papers that rule. way as well. Garth has like six hundred number one songs. He could do whatever he wants. <laughs> I would look like a douche. <laughs> but it was a great time. You and man, that stage, yeah. Donnie. Dude, that yep. crowd, man, was amazing. And you just and amazing. I love the fact that it was two minutes in, and you went straight for the boss. Oh well, yeah. it was, yeah. let's he start it off. Well, he kind of deserved it. it, you know. So <laughs> I mean, it. you know. Just calling him as a season. He hey. made a slicing uh, uh, motion across his neck. Yeah, when he said that. I'm not sure what that he told means him to f off. Yeah, and then he wants to see me right at ten. But that's what kind reason. of that's what kind of night it was. <laughs> yes, you tell your boss to f off. That's all right. good. Yeah, magical. It was. Uh, it man, it was a lot of fun. It, and it took me a while to like come down off of that too. Yeah, let's you do know it what again. I'm saying? Uh, two years. <laughs> What do you got coming up? Uh, I have got uh, your chance to win. I honestly, I took the kids to school this morning. I just got here 15 minutes ago. I'm music, putting it together. Music to play. <laughs> music. I'm gonna entertain. I, I, I bet you have tickets to the urge and probably tickets to Bastille. Uh, that's I, what I'm assuming. I'm betting. Sounds like a great <laughs> idea. Right. Let's go with right. that. Donnie's up next. Make sure you check out the blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Yep, more than 25,000 people have signed a petition to change the date of Halloween. See how that's going for them. A uh, guy who dressed his kid as Hitler for Halloween is really bummed at how people treated him. Uh, a threesome goes Shocking. wrong. Yeah, a threesome, uh, threesome went wrong when a woman, um, well, she, she tried to bite. Um, no, she did bite. Well, yeah, she did. Read all about it. 1057thepoint.com slash, oh gosh, I'm sorry. And all the uh, sex time fun fact stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, lots and lots and lots. And make toy. sure you catch up on the podcast. Toy. That yeah. toy oh, is unbelievable. Gosh. Catch yeah. up on the podcast and find out why it's called Sunshine the Three-Legged Cat. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to make our real or fake picks. Yep. Tony is in trouble. I am in uh, big time trouble. Hey, how about those ladies on Friday, the uh, real or fake ladies? Stop it. How about that, Donnie? <laughs> <laughs> the best is every time I would look over at Donnie and I would go, Donnie, are they real or are they fake? He would go, and give it a little smile and then go, well, Mr. Patrico? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know, dude, I didn't know what to do. I just felt like an old man creep. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know where to Was look. Nine, nine girls on nine, stage, huh? Yeah, wow. nine total girls. Damn. Man, oh, man. I remember the days of nice a young Donnie girl. in the early 20s going to those types of clubs on a fairly regular basis. Nice-looking girls, too. They were indeed. Mm-hmm. Nice-looking ladies. Uh-huh. That's yeah. what I led with when I got home with Mary, just so we could put it all out on the table. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just see pictures. Like, here is what went down. Right. You're going to see it anyway. So, here. Uh, I guess uh, Ariana Grande just announced the show here at the Enterprise Center. Mm -hmm. Sure did. When's that, April? April 13th. I'll be there. You're a fan? Uh, my daughters are fans. Oh. And my daughter hit me up. I swear before even Ariana, Ariana Grande knew she was going to be here, my daughter knew it and said, you've got to get me tickets. <laughs> I mean, she was so aggressive. Ariana Grande, the Sweetener World Tour, Saturday, April 13th, Enterprise. Tickets go on sale Monday at 10 a.m. Tickets are a million billion dollars each. <laughs> I, I, know, I know. Is that is that one that'll probably go pretty quick? Oh, yeah. I, I had to refinance so. the house. i got to take all these kids. <laughs> huh, I don't even see ticket prices. Never a good usually, sign. Yeah, usually if it's like a you know, you're at a restaurant and they don't have the prices on the menu, you can't afford it. Right? <laughs> if you have to ask. 
All right, what else? Oh, Matt Eisman from uh, American Ninja Warrior is going to be on with us Friday. We better love it. Scott, print up, uh, make the plaque. The Two Timers Club. He's a two timer. We got the frame back from from Clownvis. Yes. <laughs> he tried running out. We just followed the horn and then said, we "Yeah, we pre we present the two timers club uh, certificate in a plaque, but we need like in the frame, but we need the frame we back." I don't know if you're joking or not. No, no, no we, that's totally oh, real. No, yeah. That's totally real. It's in there. But here is your framed certificate for being on the show twice. We're gonna need the frame back, but you keep what's inside. We've said and we've said that twice now to, to people, and they they laugh at it on air, thinking that that's a joke. And then they get out there, and either Scott or I go, no, seriously, though, we are. And then they're, they're, there's always this weird pause because they're waiting for us to go. Ha, just kidding. And no, we're no, not we're kidding. We're gonna need that back. <laughs> we like cut. We cut frames from the budget. <laughs> That's like that, hey, man, I started a business. See my new business card? I'm going to need that. <laughs> That's a really good-looking card. All right, we uh, we leave you with a selection from our Team Res member of the day. Shout out to Seth Freeman. He is from Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Yay! Oh, That's, the, uh, That's the Tulsa area there, Donnie. And he wants to hear this song <laughs> from you know. these guys. It's uh, Corn with a K. See you tomorrow. Bye. The Rizzuto Bye. Show. This yep. is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.